This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Crimson Tinted of Belmong, Cookie Nurse of Ultros, Mesmerized Monk of Excalibur. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio and buy TA's Fine Wine. Do you want to rock and roll all night and party every day? Then I must recommend our newest wine, the Shooting Star. Created from only the freshest rolling berries, a silky smooth drink is like riding the wind. If you need something to believe in, TA's Fine Wine is nothing but a good time. If you tell yourself, I want action every night, pop open a bottle with your favorite appropriately gendered friend. They'll say, talk dirty to me in no time at all. Sure, you may look like something the cat dragged in, but eh, life goes on. Remember, without our delectable drinks, your mama don't dance. So go ahead and take a chance. TA's fine wine. Because every rose has its thorn. I don't get it. Ascalia. Holy shit, totally forgot about him. And Mika. Oh my god. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Episode 104. Sure to not be a bore. You didn't have to rhyme it. Things don't have to rhyme, you know that, right? Yeah, I mean, we're already sublime. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio is where you're finding us right now. want to thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, we've got a show. I don't know what kind of show it's going to be. I didn't do the outline, so I don't know what it's about. I don't know. We have outlines? Since when? When do we do... Do we play this game anymore? I can't decide if that's a thing that we do or not. (laughs) (laughs) It better be. I better not play this for nothing this week. Oh, did you actually play this week? I did. What'd you do? Uh, I did rating and diadem. How's rating going? Fine. I played two. You know what I did? What did you do? I walked to the studio and died. Uh, <laughs> why did you die? He's well, getting I, his seven dollars. He's getting his seven dollars. <laughs> I've been dead since last week. I hate you. You so just much. shoved me off the table, which is rude. <laughs> now he's under the table, dead. Good. Oh, really? That's where you are. I didn't even yeah. see that part the of fat it. That chocobo looks like he's getting ready to snack on his still warm corpse. Oh, good. How am I still warm after a week? <laughs> because we keep we keep the temperature up. The well, that bird's about to get the worm. You also have uh, you also have a lot of body fat. I think that the the, the heat takes no, no, longer no, to dissipate. No, no, no. In Final Fantasy fourteen land, I am a very ripped Mikote. He's got a swimmer's body going on. I don't. Yeah. I don't think he's ripped. I think that's like a sp- he like spray tanned himself to just look like he has those muscles. Okay, he's well, like the, I'm the a point trim catboy. I'm, tr- <laughs> I'm a trim catboy in my head. I pay $12. I'm popular in the game. (laughs) 
I like how just defensively he snaps, but I'm not fat, am I? No, I'm not fat. <laughs> Only in one possible sense of the word. I That's like, all I need. It's okay, Juxta. I agree with you. And I'm a pretty girl. I. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, welcome Wait, to the show. Is that sarcasm? I don't think it was sarcasm. I think that was just called being self-deprecating. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for joining us live here at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Uh, if you joined us earlier for Final Encountercast, you we're know sorry. that there were some technical issues. What? We're, no. We're hoping that that's not going to end up happening again. But Comcast being Comcast, we can't promise that. So, well, yeah. The doy. Maybe, Just, we, maybe we need to stop insulting them on the show. They seem to be taking it personally. Well, maybe if they could get their shit together, I would stop insulting them on our show hmm. no if we you could, wouldn't if we but. could if we could do more than five shows in a row without having some kind of interruption we love you as much as you love us eighty dollars from comcast cares i don't <laughs> i don't believe that's who you are comcast cares i don't believe that's who you are juxta uh, look i think every week i yeah i end up yelling at you about the donation voice yeah and i'm gonna yell at you again why because it's too hard to hear You're- it's too it, it's not loud enough it's not loud enough yeah we need oops Wrong button. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I was trying to find the volume. Whoa. This is a test donation for dollar. (laughs) For dollar. For dollar. Oh, wow. Wow. You are such a fuck up. It's already at max. No. Okay. I'm so I that took all the pressure off me. I feel like I had fucked up the last show. He's the first (laughs) one to have done it. The show. You didn't fuck up the last show, though. Well, no, but I, I, I had to excuse myself and go take out my rage on a Comcast employee. Was his name Bill? No. I it, assume all Comcast employees No, Bill. I'll tell you who his name was. It was Sam. Sam? I know because I said it at least seven or eight times because when I'm really mad at someone and they're in customer service, I say their name over and over and over again <laughs> so that they know that I know their name. <laughs> I swear to God, that's a very real thing that I do. I was not. I was. I, I'm. Maybe I'm just mad at myself for what like is, how badly I went okay, off on this guy. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm curious though. You drilling into their head that you know their name. What purpose does that serve? It's very intimidating and creepy. Like, well, no. If you did some other name, then at the end, they may be like, "You even get my name right?" No, because what I'm saying, what what I'm trying to reinforce is, I'm going to talk to whoever your boss is at the end of this conversation, and there's one of two two things that I'm going to say to your boss, and that is, your employee either helped me, and I appreciated his help in able to get in in order to get to you or i can't believe that this piece of shit works for you and they need to be fired immediately sam sam i don't pay you to think now to be fair to, (laughs) to be fair to sam to be fair to sam the connection issues haven't been a problem since so in all fairness to sam he may have done what i needed him to do so if that's the case 
Good on you, Sam. I like to think that at Comcast, they just have a little lever with your name next to it, and like you yell at him enough, so he pushes the lever back up to restore your internet. I swear to God... Who pushes the lever down to begin with? I swear to Gravity. God... I swear to God, that's exactly what happens, because it's not until I call and yell at someone that things actually end up smoothing themselves out. Then the proof is in the pudding. You're getting the show right now. You got the rest uh, of the final maybe, encounter cast. Maybe don't mention food around that. Oh, sorry. Wow, funny. <laughs> maybe instead of like waiting during the show, you just like call up Comcast and yell at them before the show happens, so that way we can just alleviate if all I, problems. If I need, if I knew that I needed to preemptively call, well, Comcast, clearly you do. Well, maybe I do. That's what I just said. You do. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna start, we're gonna get here next week at like noon and just hear Nate going off on someone in the back room. She's like, yeah. Jesus. Well, that's exactly what you heard when the friggin' internet was out because that's what I did. Uh, anyway, <laughs> you're not wrong. I'm still trying to emotionally distance myself from it because it's that frustrating. We've had production problems today, guys. Hopefully, we won't have any more. Let's check out what's going on in the news. This is a limit-breaking news update. So remember that gear con, uh, the gear design contest that we talked about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got some entries to look at. Oh, really? They're pretty so good. many, and they are awful. Whoa, whoa, uh. whoa! Not all of them. Oh no, maybe not all of them. But Wait, what there's the hell? more. There's more awful ones than there are not awful ones. I guess that's probably fair. And like as I'm going through, because I wanted to go through and find all the cool ones, but I got, gosh, maybe only a third of the way through the uh, the mad the range magic DPS stuff. And I'm like, these are so bad that I can't even get through the rest of them to find the good ones. Wait, they oh, picked 104 of these? Oh, these are finalists. Okay. Yeah. yeah. These are the ones that are actually going to go to get judged by like the dev team and uh, stuff. Uh, a couple of that I want to point out. Um, this should never, ever be anywhere close to a That's Final like Fantasy an game. anime moon girl like onesie type thing. What? That's Beyonce. What? What? Did you not watch the fucking Super Bowl? No. The forget it. Forget the, it. No. What? Oh, oh, you're looking at that blue purple thing? Yeah. Oh, Kalo well, said fucking moon goddess thing. That's what I was looking at. Uh, this is fucking horrible. It reminds me of something like a Sailor Moon fan might wear. It, it literally hurts me. I have no idea who that's for. Who's supposed to be pleased when they look at that? So this, I think, is the one that you were trying to say is Beyonce. No, yeah, I see, I see th- that. That one's no, designed after the clickers. <laughs> no, but I, I do. See, I, I see the reference now. Mm-hmm. I see what you're talking about. To be fair, though, Beyonce definitely copied Final Fantasy bosses. So I saw that meme this week too. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, whoa! What about these Carwunkle suits? Nope. Okay, the literal first suit is retarded. How do, how is that a fucking? It's finalist? a. It is a first suit. That's okay, exactly that, what the fuck it is. As a proponent of the reindeer costume, this is fucking trash. Okay. We could have so many different other kind of mascotty type outfits, but you choose fucking carbuncle of all things. Get the fuck out! Wow, get uh, the fuck! You are out. mad about this? Yeah, yeah, I am. Reindeer costume, good. Okay, do you have pig costume? Good. Right, carbuncle, fuck off. Last show, I had a uh, a little glamour rant. Okay. What's your reasons? Like, why is carbuncle not acceptable compared because to anything else? Because it's fucking obvious as shit. Okay. Did you expect the pig costume? No, you didn't. But it has Final Fantasy reference in it. Good. Moogle? Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Tactics. Good. Moogle? 
Moogle? There's a Moogle costume. Yeah, that's fine. There's a Chocobo costume. That's fine. There's a Goblin hat. Why do you draw the line at Carbuncle? Carbuncle. Yes, why are you drawing the line at Carbuncle? Because summoners. Oh, uh, I uh, my my problem with it is that it's a fucking furry suit, and that that's not necessary at all. Well, on we, any we level, we gotta appease Ascali, okay? What? Are, are you a furry? Ascali? No. For all the fandoms that I will cop, so I'm not. I do want to. I do want to talk about this because this seems like something out of either Sword Light, Sword Art, Sword Art Online, or like this is this is equally as weeby and terrible. But in its own unique set of ways. And boring at the same time. Yeah. yeah it's not the worst thing I've seen on here. Yeah. <laughs> dot hack. There we go. Zero, ah. zero hostage. It's dot hack. Uh, I can see, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 see that. Yeah, I can see that. It's definitely dot hack. I can definitely see that for sure. Uh, what else we got here? There's another like carbuncle themed one. See that, that one's okay. Of, get out of here, that summoners. One's like, it's like that one's a little bit better because it's not wants just a dress up as carbuncles. No. You know what I hate are the ones that look like they're already in the fucking game. All right, here's okay. Can we can we talk about some some pretty uh, pretty okay ones? This one's all right. What's it look, look like? It's, this it's this well one actually designed. this one looks uh, like something. It it looks very much Ot Ergon influenced from yeah, eleven. Yeah, like this looks like something. But my, my problem with it is is that it looks like something that might already be in the game. Yeah. So it fits in the game. Yeah, that's why I think that's it why works. It's fine. Like, like Do you if want you, something that doesn't look like it's in the game. Let me well, tell no, you there's something. There's a difference between something that fits in the game and something that I feel like is is outside of the I don't know, dude, that we've seen. That seems like it comes right out of like something like Rad's at hand. You know, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it, the, the the couple of characters that we know that are from that geographic region definitely have this kind of vibe going on, man. Here's my thing. If you're going to design, like, as a fan, design an armor set, if I were to design an, an armor set, I would want it to jump out. Like, when someone sees it, like, oh, that's the thing that that dude designed. This looks like if you were to line it up next to a bunch of the other armor, and this isn't necessarily a bad thing, but line up next to any other armor in the game, you wouldn't be able to pick out which one was fan designed. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I mean, it does make sense, but I still like this. I well, still like it a lot. It's definitely a hell of a lot better than fucking Carbuncle. I like that you wouldn't be able to pick it out as being the fan designed one. I think that's really good. Like, this person's not able to emulate the Square Enix style enough. Right. Yeah. Now, now together well. This is, this is kind of interesting because this is basically taking warrior gear and giving it to a mate. Which is stupid. It is kind of dumb, but at the same time, like, it stands out to me. Mm -hmm. Like, this definitely stood out to me as, like... I didn't hate this one. I didn't totally hate it. It makes you look like a warrior. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Except we're all casters here. Excuse me, can we please try to not, like, do some job appropriation here? Like, we need to cut down on that. I want my casters to look like casters. This I'm just okay with, in general. All right, what does that, what does that look like? Look, this is something that you have to ask yourself when designing a piece of gear. How will this look on Juxta? No, no, because no. Because no. he's going to wear it. Can I tell you why I'm okay with this? Because here, the, the joke that this artist had inserted here, right? Okay, we've got the exposed stomach for tummy rubs. You're welcome, Balmung JK, actually is on the entry. That, That's yeah. funny as hell. <laughs> Square, Square Enix put this up That's on their fair. website. That's fair. Okay? Like, first of all, like, uh, nah, it's okay. Like, it's okay gear. Like, meh, I'm all right with it. But that that little joke, that little in-joke in there, the fact that they put that out there, like, they had the balls to put that on their entry, and Square Enix is like, yeah, fair enough. I salute you, Matt Gunn. 
I'm all. You know who put that? That's fantastic. You know who put that through? Matt Gunn. No, no, like the person was like, yeah, that's fine to put on the website. Koji. Oh, Koji. Oh, Koji. Absolutely, Koji. 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 Hundred percent. All right. Here's here's another one that uh, I didn't hate. Um, this one is very black magey, but I think that it uses a very different color, mm-hmm. uh, uh, like a color palette. I like the fur around the neck, though. I think like this one. It's like a black mage who wants to be an astrologian. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think when I see this. I kind of get some blue magey vibes from it. I do too. What? Yeah, really? not the hat. Yeah, no. Not, the, the, well, mm. the feather in the hat. Get the I fuck did, out of I, here. I, I did, no, I, the robe for sure. Robe, I can see. Not blue magey for sure. Yeah, the hat is off. I don't. I didn't hate that one. I did not hate. It's that. not the worst. Yeah. No. Um. What is this? It's just a fucking robe with a face mask. I mean the face mask. I'm not gonna lie. The face mask it's with the. Cool, with, sure. the I'm sorry. The blood tears. Did you did you notice that that they're like te- streaks of blood tears? Yes. So it looks like it's Mr. Driven. Knight. It looks like it's driven into the face. I'm I okay know, with very that. Very metal. It's pretty cool. It says even rough metal texture right there. <laughs> oh, good. Because I wasn't sure. I thought it was gonna be like smooth. And Great. Now I'm gonna get punched in the face and lose my eyesight. <laughs> well, it's awesome. already gone. Obviously, it's already gone. What are you talking about? Uh, what else we got here? Um, this one's not terrible. Uh, I like the concept. I like the Red Riding Hood one. What? The pants are pretty cool. Like having, I mean, like the the two colors clashing and sort of like mm-hmm. melding in between each other are pretty cool. Ugh. I'm into Ugh, it. Oh no! Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Oh come I like on! It. I, I like dig it. it. I'm into again, it. Fire and ice, but then again, mm. I was probably the only person who liked the torrent gear. Everyone's like, "Oh, there's too much going on." Well, sorry, it isn't all just one monochromatic color. No. What the fuck? No. This reminds me. No. Of- all of it. At no. Just no. Like you're designing no. caster no. gear, not no. just shit to lounge around in. No. That means that you would be okay seeing someone wear this. You would be okay with this dropping from like a raid. The, Get fucking, the fuck out. The fucking ADS headphones. Yeah, beats by ADS, man. Come on. So was this your entry? I actually <laughs> want to go into your kitchen and find a knife and come back in here and stab him. With I, it. I'll help you cover up the body. I'll, 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 we'll, we'll get it out of here. You, we will never say a thing about it. Yeah, good luck, because the body is so big. <laughs> Fat. No, we just throw it into the river. I mean, it caused quite a splash, but... Oh. <laughs> uh, no, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Uh, wh- I, what is that on the hand there? Sharpie. Exactly. Uh, that was an attempt. <laughs> you tried. Um, no, Actually, but- you know, you know. I think that's the male version. I think the male version. Your head is just replaced with a hand. <laughs> what is what is it? I, I I think you're right. I think it's supposed to be like some sort of hand tattoo. Yeah, sharpie. Like what? Yeah, like is this like the new version of? Final Fantasy's 14 being straight edge like this is how you mark your hand with an X with a sharpie what the fuck is wrong with you people God, I forgot about oh that. my god this is uh, that is just cringeworthy what's that one uh, down and across from it uh, down, this one right yeah. here okay we'll take a look that's not bad what no. is the male equivalent of this uh, same thing don't want the <laughs> same exact thing butt cheeks on swole even with the guys, yeah. It kind of, it kind of, it makes me think of mine, but in like a jestery, jinxy sort of way. I, I don't know. I, I feel like the horns are starting to become very overused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we you might be it. able to make a 
pretty decent Rita Repulsa cosplay out of it. Ah, that'd be awesome. Wait, there's no pointy boobs out there, though. Well, you'd have to find another Not piece yet. for the chest. Um, I, this one looked kind of cool. I kind of dig that. I don't know what's like going that. on. I'm not sure what's going on with the face exactly, though. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it looks like a like a visor here or something that comes down. I'm not not 100% The sure. Ravencaster robe. Yeah. No, uh, now that you bad. read that out loud, I'm a little, I'm a little over it. Um, this isn't terrible. Very, I like I like the hood. Asian inspired. I feel. yeah yeah. I like the hood though. Uh, I'm not I'm not a terribly big fan of the optional hat with the asterisk over there on the side. Um, but I <laughs> That's do the visor icon. I like the hood uh, kind of a lot actually. Uh, the, the hood is way better than that hat. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, and it's also, I feel like I, I've seen these pieces before on maybe some Crystal Tower gear, mm-hmm. old, older Crystal Tower gear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I quite like this, actually. Again, this, this is one of the stronger. This uh, feels like a piece where they really got, like, they know what the style of FF14 is. Absolutely. This feels like it could easily be gear there. Absolutely. And I like that. I, I think I tend to like those pieces more than Beats by ADS. What the fuck? It's, I'm still mad about it's that. It's pronounced ads. Beat by ad, beats by ads. Um, I'm just trying to quickly go through some more. Is that of these. the Red Riding Hood one he was talking about? No, it was way no, that was further up. Okay. Okay. So that's that's kind of the, uh, the range. What's what's this? What's this? Robe of Death. Get the fuck. Robe out Robe of, of Death. That just you know what it reminds. Halloween costume. You know what it reminds me of? Oh my God. No, it's not. No, it reminds me of like Bone Gear from from like other RPGs that I've played. Yeah, that's what that's that's that what, what it reminds. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. Force. I wouldn't. Yes, if you must know. Anyway, uh, so here's healer designs. Oh boy, <laughs> God damn it! I'm what? glad I'm not a healer. Oh boy, <sighs> do you notice the underwear that are associated with this? What? I didn't. They're, they're, they're that's pretty common on a lot of these, by the way. That they have the underwear that goes with it. They're granny panties. Because <laughs> uh, we need our healers to be pure. Okay, like. Jeez, yeah, they're like boxer shorts. What the hell? This is fucking awful. I feel like people who draw these two, who make these, they don't think. These have to go on male characters as well. No, they don't. Again, you ask yourself, would Juxta look good in this? Because that's what you have to, that's what's going to happen. I like yeah. this. This is no, good. I, like I actually don't mind this one. This is not bad. This this actually feels like, um, what was that? There was another... MMO that Square Enix was helping to publish for a while. Wakfu. It feels like something out of Wakfu. That's it. Thank you. That's it. Wow, what a blast from the past that is. Wakfu. 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 Is that in any way related to Shaq-Fu? (laughs) Shut the fuck up. No. Um, You're right. It's worse. This looks like something out of Assassin's Creed. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. As a heal, uh, I don't like it. It's I fine. Healers can't have good I, things. I, I here's the thing though. I do like the utility belt. Like I, I, I actually really like that concept. I think it's too boring, except for the hood. I think the jeans are like weird. The, I do like the hood. The hood the, is yeah, good. I, 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 I hate weird. when you have like the hood or the upper body seems you know bulky or flowy, and then from like the rib cage down seems like slimmer and minimalist. It makes them seem real top heavy and they just topple know, over. It's, it's, no, it's just, it's, it's just weird. Imbalanced. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I, 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 there's there's aspects of it that I like and uh, aspects that I don't. I think That's I like fair. the one right beneath that Especially one. Especially the ass pecs. Does anyone have anything to say about this one? 
is that is this tron that's exactly what that fucking looks like yeah yeah it's like it, they reimagined ironworks here to be straight out of tron I hate this. Okay. I can't tell you how much I hate this. This would be good if it could dye the blue glowy parts and have them glow as different colors. It's not goddamn Metroid, Juxta. This is not... Wh- what the fuck? What about this even says healer? Yeah, I think that's my biggest... Like, I didn't mind the Ironworks gear, and that had a glow similar to this. What about like, it says Final Fantasy? Yeah. This is <laughs> Fantasy Star Online. Get the fuck out of here. We find this in... Uh, uh, the technology place. <laughs> Fuck, what is it called? Elegant. Elegant areas. Get out. Come on. This isn't bad. This 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 actually I like here, this one. Here we actually see, you know, all kind of all of the different variations that mm-hmm. they're thinking. Again, you get you get hood up with the cat ears. I'm not sure. This actually that. kind of hits me as a very Breath I don't, of the wild. I don't know that I, well, I think, Yeah, I, I could see that. Mm, I, I think it's got that. the cat ears because he's uh the characters in Mikote. Oh, oh yeah. Right, yes, it that shows that the hero yeah. one doesn't yeah, that have makes sense. Okay, all right. I could actually get behind this. This is pretty cool. It's not bad. It's not bad. Just the callback to traditional white mage colors Yeah. 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 It's uh it's it and it I'd actually, it, it, yeah, I dig it. it, it I dig well. it. I'd actually be jealous of this gear, like looking at the blue and green version right there. Like that actually looked pretty cool in a ninja yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm actually kind of into this one. I, I I'm not uh, not complaining. Don't worry, this one won't win at all. Oh, afterwards, uh, we're totally gonna tell you which ones are gonna end up winning. This. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, uh, I, I this entry looks like something out of like uh, what's that one anime, Nadia. Is that it? I couldn't okay. tell you. Uh, sure, Weeb, tell us more about it. I feel, I feel like that could, those could be Dragon Quest NPCs. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I I forgot Nika's not here, Garmo. so she can't she can't step in and help me. Uh, <laughs> what, is, what is this battle maid? Mm. That's what that looks like. It looks like someone from a maid cafe has to go all magical girl. We already have maid mm. costume. Okay, we don't need any more. Uh, Sailor Lollafell, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Go away. Just stop. The hat is oh, awful. That is a shame. I don't I don't even know. Like the, I don't want to sound like just like blatantly racist against Lalafell, but I'd like to see what this looks like on someone of normal size. <laughs> what are you trying to say, man? I'm trying to say I'm not are you sure. Heightest? I'm not sure Lalafell are the best models <laughs> ever. Uh, Except for maybe that carbuncle cool. suit. It's like a combat caster. You know what? I'm actually kind of into this. I'm I'm actually kind of into this one. This is not bad at all. Yeah, I like the I like the arm. I do. I like the one metal arm. Very um, metal. You're solid. The uh, you get a back tattoo. Is that? Yeah, that is kind of what that looks like. Yeah, yeah, it Met- definitely Met- is Metal Gear. Uh, I'm into it. The pants, maybe not so much. Oh God! Maybe not so much the pain. Ugh. Yeah, they'll be covered by the robe anyway. Can we anyway. please see have a bigger bulge? Because that's clearly not. It, they're literally crotchless, man. I mean, like you're wearing. <laughs> yeah, okay, you're, wearing now. you're wearing. Right. You're wearing Shawn Michaels chaps around a banana <laughs> hammock. Like, please don't. Oh can God! We, can we get a slight modification on maybe those yeah, pants? We're gonna have winner. to see Juxta wear that. He will get the. Oh wait a later. minute! Hang on, I didn't see. I didn't see the boots. I didn't see the boots. The boots straight up have heels no. on them. Oh. Pass. Oh yeah. Oh, Pass. I want these. Never mind. Okay, David Bowie. I want these. <laughs> God damn it! No. No. Yes. What is this? Mm. What is this? I'm almost afraid to click this one. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm is not that a fan. Borderlands. It does. It, I don't know what. I don't. The, 
uh, dark looks, wood druid. It's on a Rogadin. Okay, uh, that, this I, looks wild. Well, that made me. To me. I, say, I think, I I think you meant to send this to Blizzard. Yeah, yeah world for world a second. Are tingling here. Yeah, for a well, second no, there. No, where's the pauldrons? Okay. There's no pauldrons. There's not like a giant freaking thing hold, weighing down your shoulder. Yeah, but it's look not. at this third one over to the right. That's just a Torin model that he reskinned. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, from definitely at first glance, that's what it looks like. But that's definitely Rogan. Then uh, let's see what else. Uh, what else we got here? Um, like green one. Okay. Um, that's just a fucking samurai. Get out of here. Can we? Can we have a conversation? No, that is not healer gear. FF14 community, can we have can we have a conversation about why this is a completely unnecessary submission? <laughs> you don't think that this is a little? It has Moogle though. You don't think that it's just the slightest bit redundant with no. samurai Here's coming as no. a job? Somebody still wants to be a healer, but they want that Sam aesthetic. It's because of the hat. That's clearly a healer hat. That's but, Raiden's hat from Mortal Kombat. Exactly. That, this is a he god was, of thunder. He was a healer. And yeah, the robes, that's what he was. robes are also healer. So it, it, this is clearly healer gear. That makes sense. And he's got a staff. No, this is a Raiden cosplay. And he was a healer. He was not. He was a lightning dude. It's unnecessary. Lightning heals. You he ran around covering his balls. Hold on. You don't wait. What? We're we're actually going to Doma. We're gonna have dungeons associated with Authard. You think that there's not gonna be some kind of healer set that is way more Eastern themed throughout the expansion somewhere? No. Are you, why would you waste your time putting pen to paper, making this a submission for a contest for gear design when? It's almost a foregone conclusion that you're gonna be getting it at some point in Stormblood. Because to now be fair, he will it was probably win. a felt marker. Because now it'll win. They're like Miss Ranks like, oh yeah. So we already had that. We've already yeah, got this one you drawn. Win. Exactly, because they already had it made. Yeah, you stupid idiot. He won. That's here's how a, you win the contest, moron. Here's a Moogle themed one. That's straight out that's like straight out of FF tactics, I feel. Like, oh, Moogle no. Mage. <laughs> I like the face. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a little smile. <laughs> What's up? I'm happy. It's a ditto. It is a ditto. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Wow. Get that, out of here, ditto. That's funny. Uh, here's another one with uh, more back tattoos. Dead ass. Uh, that is actually, first of all, this character has way more stacked an ass than any of the characters that we currently have the ability this, this to create. Is, this is a 1.0 character. I see. This is this is what they, the gear they introduced along with the butt slider. So let me tell you. Okay. I, like, actually, I like it, though. I, I, like I, I actually do like it. it. It, to me, seems very much like Bravely Default. Uh, the only yeah. thing I, mean, I feel like it's missing is they need a cape. You know, but, but I, that covers the butt. Not just the butt, which is a very good point, Juxta. But I think what they're doing with the back there what between about, the two different designs, I actually think that that's this? better than a cape. How about this? What if leg what, capes? No. <laughs> 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 you know how some. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking <laughs> moron. You fucking stupid piece of shit. What the fuck? What? Is Leg caves. Come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Why? What the fuck? <laughs> Stop. Stop. Leg. Stop. Hey, leg. Hang on. Stop. 
shit, yeah! <laughs> you know who else wears leg capes? Cuck suck em. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Juxta just killed the show. It's done. It's over. Uh, Goodbye, everybody. What the f leg? <laughs> fucking leg capes. What can you tell Juxta? Can you tell me what are leg capes? I have something very specific in my head that keeps makes me keep laughing, but. I need to know from you what you think leg capes are. Okay, well, you see in this picture where the butt starts? Yeah. That's where, like, a little cape coming around, like, about 100 and 180 degrees would come down covering the, the you know, so the it's tendon. So like it's like a half skirt that starts at your thighs. Yeah, so you can still see the butt. That's the important part is the butt and the back. What is this attached to, exactly? What do you mean? It attaches to your thigh. So your your it's thighs like are gonna hold flaps. it up. <laughs> <Mud flaps. laughs> oh my god! All right, Holy so you know how shit. you know how knights sometimes have like that half cape thing that just comes off their shoulder to like hide their like sword arm and are stuff. Are you actually trying to bring this back to a yes, real point? Because oh my I god. had a real point until this dick came up with the worst <laughs> fucking creation ever invented in fucking leg capes. <laughs> I would rather them have leg warmers than a fucking leg cape. What the fuck, you I idiot. Was, I was thinking, honestly, I was thinking from the knee down. That's what I was, not even from the butt down. From the knee down, leg capes, no, only, no, see, only on a, the back of the leg. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. That, no, I no, don't know see, why. that's a calf cape. That's a calf yeah, cape. Yeah, it needs to be higher up for the leg. The whole leg. But not the butt. Of course not the butt. The butt must be intact. I just can't picture anything other than our characters like walking around like with their jeans around their ankles trying to like shimmy along. <laughs> That's the image this puts in my head. No, no, Orbo, not a dress because a leg cape needs two distinct pieces yes. of fabric for each leg. Uh, I would like to point out that they do have a face cape on this, though. Did you notice that? I did notice that, <laughs> which is really, really handy for when you're walking yeah, around your with your leg capes and people are making fun of you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Fucking idiot. Leg capes. Ballin'. I really hope that one of these pieces of armor has leg capes on it, and we just click on it. We just have to just eat shit. Yeah. Um, It'll be the best thing ever. Let me just say, um, th th this was a lot of effort that was put into oh this Oh, my one. God. That Holy cow. That's wow. very... Can you say... Well, wow. Over, they did a good job drawing this. Yeah. yeah stylized. I think the gear is awful, but it's well drawn. I mean... Mm. I'd it? it. I like the male you would, version. Really? It's, I'd wear it, this. It looks very evilist like. I okay. Yeah, I can give you that. It is evilist. Evilist ish is a is a good description for that. Oh my god, the <laughs> the first one down underneath this. What was this on here? Healer. <laughs> what is this? Uh, what the body's a crepe apparently. Yeah, I see that. Oh, oh, the it's breakfast healer. The the legs are are fruits. Jesus Christ. Strawberries and blueberries. Kayaki feet. How is this What the fuck is up with the head? 
That's it's a, got a, a dango that's on it. It's a dango. It's got, it's got a dango. Okay, this was obviously done <laughs> by this is obviously done by a child, and they just did this to appease the child. Like, like, oh look, you, yeah, you're a finalist. Yeah, except hey, it wasn't done by a child. This was nice. done by an adult. You don't know that. This is my entry. I actually was gonna just ask if this was yours. Yeah, duh. Did I just blow your mind? So, what's a dango? What do you mean a dango? What is a dango? It's it says a, head dango. It's an ice cream on a stick. Is that's it's what a it, popsicle? That's what a dango well, is. No, it's ice cream for starters. A popsicle is like ice. No, this is just three balls of ice cream stuck together. Who a stick. calls it a dango exactly? Do you not? No. 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 I've never heard that, that word, word before in my Dangos life. Dangos eat babies in Australia. That's that is not one of those. That's a dingo, for starters. That says dango. I know. Dango. This is a dango. Dango ate my baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being racist. No, that was I racist need... To no, no, I need an explanation as to what the fuck a dango is. I'm, Goog- I'm Googling, Googling it because I don't know that that's a real thing. It's a strawberry... It's like Neapolitan, except it has strawberry, vanilla, and uh, how quick, lime. How quickly would you have to eat that so it didn't melt off the stick? You know, not all the bugs are worked out. Just be, <laughs> eat it quickly and you'll be fine. So this is like a creation of yours. Yes. How okay. Is it not? All right. First of all, first of all, that question was a uh, that that was that that was a, a false flag question. That was to uh, weed out all of the weebs in the chat room. <laughs> Please, anyone who actually answered seriously what a dango is, uh, time them out. And it- oh, it's not ice cream. No, no, it's it's apparently a dumpling, yeah. a Japanese dumpling and sweet okay. made from mochi. That would right. stay make on sure, a stick. Then I get that. Make sure that whoever told you that you time them out because this is a weeb hunt. All right. So anyone who knows that it's a Japanese dumpling gets be- booted. That's right. All right. Time Boom. Out. You die. Let's see. <laughs> you die. Because <laughs> uh, when you get timed out from LBR, that's the end of your life. Yeah. Uh, your computer dies. explodes. Let's see. What a fucking entry. I can't oh believe. Oh my god, Sir Beltazar, you you get timed out. Bad. Okay. Uh, Anyone else? Anyone? I think. I'm sure that there are more. I think we got them all. God, I, <laughs> I, I really don't like a lot of these. Okay, designs. well, hold on. Citrofer uh, gave us a correct pronunciation. Is that oh, a, is that a bad? Oh, so yep. we. Oh yeah, Absolutely. that's that's just as bad. What, wait, wait, is it not pronounced Dango? Were we pronounce it's Dango? Dango, yeah. Okay, this is this is the last one that uh, we'll spend any time with, and we'll move on because. Uh, Which one is it? Uh, this to me says uh, I am a uh, Lords of Verminion master. That that's what this. That is. is absolutely what this is. Oh my god! Look at the socks. Those are carbuncle leggings. Those yes, are they awesome. are. Yes, they are. That's Wait, exactly. A, that's a that's awesome. awesome but the great. fucking fursuit isn't. Yeah, you just got a fat cat hat. Hang on, fat <laughs> cat. Did no one actually notice the Gubu fanny pack? Because that's, how would you miss it? That's a very <laughs> real thing that's going whoa, on whoa, right whoa, there. Whoa, whoa, that's on the front. That's not a fanny pack. That's, that's a, a front a pe- peeny pack. <laughs> <laughs> what is it for women? Is it a pussy pack? A vaggie pack? Kahlo <laughs> is literally on the ground oh, from that He's one. Done. <laughs> Is, is checked out. <laughs> There's no coming back for him. What is this? Damn, I, this good shit. No, it is not. 
Square Enix, can you do me a personal favor and ban whoever's account this is? I, w- I want that fanny pack, though. <laughs> what 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 is that is that a part of the the pants oh is this and that, is i don't that think a, it's a part of the pants is that a fat chocobo scarf uh yeah, yeah sure that is, is exactly what that is look you've got and it's got a-, a hood on it it's not just a scarf it's a scarf with a hood on it oh juxta how much and there's a tail on the goddamn pants no, that's just. Oh a, no, that's no, that's 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 just the uh, how much would you pay in the cash shop for the fat bucks. cat hat? Fifteen bucks. <laughs> I'm like what? You'd pay fifteen dollars for the fat cat hat? Yeah, in the peony pack? Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, so I have the peony pack too. <laughs> Look, like the Kikra and the Moogle are hugging you all the time. If they sold this like individually, like, these as accessories, like you could buy the uh, I, if the, if you, the carbuncle socks. Five bucks. What? What? No, what, no, what, no, 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 no. Okay. What are the shoes? Each, each piece. Each piece twenty dollars. hundred dollars for the whole set. I would buy this no. in a fucking heartbeat. Cause you know why? You know the fuck why? Cause nobody else would. <laughs> Digital exclusivity, bitch. Oh, you would pay a hundred dollars. I would totally pay a hundred dollars for this. Do not, especially if you can die it. The fact hear that and make this now. The fact that you put that out there. The fact that you that you put that 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 sentiment out there. If this happens, <gasps> oh my gosh! I know shoes, who I'm blaming. The shoes are Quirrell and the dog. The quest that you have to yeah, do because the they fight each other. Ah, oh, this is actually brilliant. <laughs> Contact Peter; they'll get a kick out of this. Oh. Anyway, here's what you can win: <coughs> the uh, all of this shit. Some there you stupid go. Stupid shit. If you want more, a stupid galley cap hat. What the it, fuck? That's so dumb. If you want more information, you can uh, find it Why at the literally Lodestone. the fat cat hat. No, it's Just not. It's a fucking colors. galley hat cap. Yeah, and, and apparently the tail wiggles. That's retarded. Get that shit out of here. Uh, you have a weird like standard <laughs> for what is good and bad. You really no, don't really understand. Do. It's fucking obvious. Okay. Is it? Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> Why is that dumb, but the fat cat hat's great? Did you look at it? Admittedly, no. Are you fucking blind? Look at it! That's stupid! It doesn't even look like a thing. Uh, Okay. Okay. Fuck! I think it's just best not to argue with it at this point. Fair. Anyway, all right. Um, So, yeah, if you want more info on that, uh, Lodestone. Go the fuck away. (laughs) Uh... So you you doing okay over there? Are you died? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's, Thought I was anymore? the sick one today. I, can you well, me? I'm pretty sure that all of these designs gave me actual cancer. That's okay. AIDS. Terminal. I am terminal now. AIDS. I think it's AIDS. Okay. AIDS! <laughs> those, po- those things just destroyed my immune system. Uh, all right. So uh, let's talk about a couple of the PAX East interviews uh, that have come out since the uh, Q&A panel, including this one from Twinfinite.net. Uh, we've actually we've had actually a few interviews that we've had piled up here. Uh, so we're going to try to get to as many of them as possible. So we'll probably um, get through about point three. We'll see. Can uh, we can we make up a name like this is clearly a made up name by some other company uh, and make a website for it and then try and get an SC with uh, an interview with SC. 
Just oh, so they mean, accidentally give us LBR an interview. Oh, so create a dummy, a dummy, yeah, a dummy, a, a dummy, a, a dummy company. company. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think that's not a bad idea. I, uh, I say we call ourselves Pet Food Alpha. <laughs> Emphasis on dummy. Yeah, a, d- a dummy company. Maybe hmm. we could call ourselves Checkpoint Radio. <gasps> it's diabolical and I sound, love it they sound good though anyway uh, so who is Twinfinite.net I, I, this is like not even a site this is that made I'm, up dude I have no idea who this is I, I've never heard of them before this right, moment like how is Twinfinite.net getting an interview and Limit Break Radio they're just like nah bro money I mean, it may have fair, had. We haven't asked. It may have had something to do with the forty-five minutes of slamming their contest entries that we just did. <laughs> admittedly, we gave them good ideas too, though. You think it might rub them the wrong way a little bit? Leg capes. Mm-hmm. Stop. Like leg capes. Yeah, that's yeah, a good like idea. Leg capes. You can yeah. have that one. I see. We're not it's even going to charge you for that one. No, I'm going to charge you. No, no, you're definitely not because that's stupid. Stupidly, it's a it's a bad idea. Stupidly smart. Watch 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 some dumb like foreign MMO make that a thing now, and now we're just gonna have leg capes as a regularly accepted part of RPG you know fashion. What? Yeah, well, on the character sheet, it goes right under the ass box. <laughs> But you get two <laughs> you get two slots for the leg capes. Oh, I have no doubt this new the Wizards app is gonna come out for D D fifth edition and there's gonna be a slot for leg capes. And I was like, Jesus, maybe we just missed this and Juxta is actually the smart one. Maybe. Juxta's always a smart one. Juxta stumbles mm. onto the million dollar idea. That I just gave away for free. What a shame. Hmm. Seems like everything we do. Jax, I promise you that one's not going to come back to bite you. <clears throat> anyway, all right. So uh, let's talk about this uh, Twinfinite.net interview uh, that they apparently got to have with Yoshi P. Post PAX East. Uh, someone gets to read this, so I get to take a break. I'll start off. Yeah. Uh, Twinfinite asks, were there any jobs that came close in the discussions but eventually dropped in favor of Red Mage or Samurai? And Yoshida says, uh, if he says anything, it's going to start the speculations and rumors. So, of course, that being said, the samurai job came very smoothly and that it was the red mage that we had to have that long debate pretty much until the last minute. It's interesting because we announced them in the other way around the red mage announcement coming first. Uh, We were also thinking of a ranged caster as well. It's a very Japanese sort of they call it a on Miyoji. Uh, but that was something that was debated also. I wish I knew the better, the best equivalent in English. So another ranged, ranged caster. caster. Right. Called an Anmyoji. I wonder what that translates to. Weebs. Maybe well, we shouldn't have timed them out just yet. Uh, Twinfinite said maybe the Oracle from Final Fantasy Tactics. And Yoshida says, yes, yes, yes. But we finally decided on the Red Mage because we were able to confirm that it would still be fun to play. <laughs> See? So apparently their concerns about Red Mage like not fitting into this game at all lasted a long time. I Well, and I think that that is probably pretty fair. When you have the white and black magic structure set up like it is in 14, especially being too... Complete, like they're they're almost dichotomous. Um, you know, it, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? They're almost opposing forces. Yin yang. They've they've caused calamities, no. right? Like right. like their use or overuse or abuse has caused calamities in the past. And so when you have the that kind of lore around your black and your white magic and the black and white magic users, then how you end up introducing a concept like 
like red magic red mage or having a a character or a class that uses both or a combination of the two it becomes a very complicated question in terms of how does this fit in lore wise or they can just ignore the lore or they say, lore-wise, red mages are the most powerful beings on the planet because we can use all kinds of magic because we're awesome and good-looking and charming and sexy with leg cage. You have the worst headcanon of anyone I've ever met in my entire life. Could you do us a favor? I could. Get Mama Juxta on the phone because I'd like to know how many times you were dropped on your head as a child. It's a valid question. 45. <laughs> That's specific. And a specific answer. Hmm. Well, do you think that's never been asked before? Idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, look who's dumb now. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, look who's dumb now. Of course, utilizing the close range attack, but also the longer range attack. It was a good fit, so we finally decided to move towards Red Mage. Moving forward, because uh, Samurai and Red Mage were so highly anticipated, and we heard from around the world that everybody wanted both of these jobs, now that we've gotten that taken care of moving forward, I feel like we have uh, less pressure in terms of, uh, oops, I just fucked up. In terms of thinking of what kind of jobs to introduce, and we can be a little bit more free in our thinking and maybe considering a totally new original kind of job for Final Fantasy fourteen, such of, as mime. I kind of agree like with I this statement. Like, like Red Mage and Samurai were kind of like the last two jobs that were just like people beating down the doors okay, for. You don't, you don't think, though, that now Blue Mage isn't going to take up that spot? So no, Blue Mage is no, not on the level of no, Samurai or Red Mage for no, demand. Yeah, I'm, it's got, not I'm totally, I'm, a, I'm with Ascali on that one. In a broader Final Fantasy universe, you're right. They absolutely aren't. But with FF14 being such a spiritual successor to 11, I think it's going to be. No, nah, dude, because I, I, no, I, I think that you have a lot of people who, uh, you know, even from outside of the FF11, FF MMO structure that were asking, like, where are core, you know, core jobs like Red Mage? Like when you have oh, yo, Black no, yeah, Mage, yeah, White no, Mage, yeah, and I'm you don't not, have Red Mage. I'm not arguing that. that. Yeah, definitely Samurai and Red Mage were far, far above Blue Mage. But again, now that they have been added, you think that no one's going to clamor for any more jobs? Oh, no, 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 no. But here's the, here's the thing. What's going to happen is, like, People who all want their job, you know, I really want Beastmaster, but as I really right. want Beastmaster, I sit there saying, but Samurai and Red Mage are both coming long before Beastmaster, and okay. like, everyone okay. kind of recognize that. Now that that's here, right. now everyone gets to go to their job and be now, like, now I want my job. Now yeah, it's my turn. Now it's a scramble. Beastmaster, I would, I want that before Red, Blue Mage. Hell yeah. I would say, I would say that there are, like, yeah, like, now that you've covered most of the big bases of your Final Fantasy job categories, right? Mm-hmm. Like, now you're going to get into specific or oddball jobs that people have an affinity for, and I don't think that there are that many people who have that strong of an affinity for Blue Mage that don't, you know what I mean? Like, and that there are enough of them to solidly cement it in as the for sure next job oh no yeah i'm not saying that they're going to cement his next job i hope we never see blue mage in 14 but the people who played blue mage in 11 they are a special kind of people well no but i don't I, know that they're numerous enough yeah that's the thing is that they're not numerous enough Vocal they're not minority loud. no no there are definitely as many people who would clamor for as another oddball job like dancer 
or yes, like dancer. Dancer's a great example. Or uh, Escalia, I even like your example of Beastmaster. Yeah, like, like you, I you think want to talk about a vocal minority? It's pet job players. There are us. there <laughs> are easily as many Beastmasters out there as there are Blue Mages that are going to go. We want our job in there, and now there's not that clear front runner like we had. Okay, but I don't feel like there was that many people clamoring for Samurai. I Nika. think that it was. It's you're just, you're full of shit. You're you're absolutely 110 percent full to of shit. Major dancer, like, absolutely. I feel like absolutely. the reason you didn't hear, maybe you didn't hear as much for Samurai is because it was such a foregone conclusion that uh, it was happening. No, because imagine all the imagine our episode that Nika wasn't here for when Samurai was first announced. How many people we had that were just like, oh, it was a safe bet. It's so lame. I was hoping that like. I feel like there was more people disappointed or let down no. by the idea that it was Samurai. What's that the point? Is like it was such a safe bet. It was you knew in that terms, that was happening. In, in terms of requested jobs, you basically had Samurai, a Red Mage, and maybe lagging in a very distant third Blue Mage. Which but is kind of ridiculous because I feel like Blue Mage has more of a spot in Final Fantasy lore overall than Samurai did. Samurai yes. was big in eleven. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, there was in five, but it was kind of that's true. It's not a very popular job. It was a throw on. Six was basically Cyan, which but was Blue not Mages, popular. You have all over the place. You had mm-hmm. the Blue Mage in nine. You had uh, uh, Quistus in six. In, in six. Like well, Blue, Ma- yeah. Blue Enemy Mage skill material in seven. Like- Blue Mage has way more of a spot in overall FF lore than Sam did. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I mean, when I you think of Samurai, like what do you got? You have. That, that dude, S- Slicey guy, the airship dude, Sid Tenzin. No, Tenzin. That's it. When I think it's, that's it. We have Tenzin. Like, I mean, when I think of like a samurai, I don't think of like any like specific skills or moves in general. Like, I can think of like as blue mage or Giltos. Giltos. That's all you got. Giltos. And even that we didn't get the in. instant kill in five. Yeah. That, that 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 that's all you got. Yeah. That's why I, I don't feel like samurai was all that prominent in Final Fantasy. Hmm. Hmm. Let's go to our phone lines and talk to uh, Kapana Star. What's up, Kapana? Uh, hey, uh, thanks for uh, having me on the show. This is actually my uh, first time calling in to LBR. Excellent. Well, thanks uh, for calling like, in. Sure. Well, I actually wanted to talk about was another of the PAX East interviews with uh, massively overpowered, which, honestly, I think it goes right with what, what you were just saying about these uh, fake names with being interviews there, but... Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, this is like people are making up fake names and websites and saying, "Can we get an interview?" And they're going, "Yeah." Meanwhile, we've been here for ten years, and they're like, "Nah, fuck you. You can't get into Fan Fest. You have to buy a ticket like the rest of everyone else." Anyway, all right. So, uh, what in that massively overpowered interview uh, had caught your attention? Well, what caught my attention is that uh, Yoshida was saying that. Uh, the samurai and red mage jobs aren't actually going to be needing, uh, you know, story unlocks to be able to unlock them at level fifty. That's um, right. It wasn't that clear. Yeah, it wasn't clear that whether you would actually be able to advance them uh, beyond level fifty and get like the job quest after that. Personally, I'm I'm really hoping that they are because even if nothing else, it's really going to help out uh, relatively newer people who are trying to go through that two point one to two point five slot by actually giving them something to do without having to unlock Ishgard and Heavensward, have a new job to play with and uh, actually get new job abilities and work with that instead of having to go through all of that all at once and just, you know, getting poetics and not even being able to do anything new with your stuff until you actually uh, get past uh, uh, into Heavensward. 
Yeah, you know, I, I mean, but there's there's that aspect of job uh, the the job quests that provided some kind of narrative to go along with your job, and in the instances where that was good, you know, like in the instances where they had taken their time and actually wrote a pretty compelling narrative, then I think that that actually added a really a, a, a really interesting element to the game. Um, Going through since they they did the Dark Knight quests, man, I I was not impressed with that storyline at all. It was pretty forgettable. And if they're not going to put the effort into the job quests, then just make them, you know, unlockable abilities like everything else. You know, like you just unlock them with leveling up. Um, it, it, the, it does seem like that area of the game got less development with Heaven's Word. Oh, definitely. Because like the original story arc for like Lancer to Dragoon was pretty decent, but the Heaven's Word one was yeah. Yeah, Lame. yeah. I understand that there were a few good ones during I mean, Heaven's Word, I but even not Ninja not, was cool, but it was still kind of. Eh. It was cool, but it's like kind of. Could expect more. Yeah, you, there was one cool moment uh, in the final one, and the rest of it was just kind of like, eh, whatever. So, Kapana, are you are you essentially making an argument for just getting rid of the quests, or uh, am I uh, missing the point? Uh, no, I'm thinking uh, keep the quests in there, but uh, more actually have some of them unlocked earlier, uh, specifically because it actually gives the uh, something extra there for, say, a newer player. Like, for example, I'm actually a newer player. I only started at the tail end of uh, 3.2. Okay. And uh, when, I, when I went through 2.1 2.4, the story was nice, but honestly, it was just a slog because I gained poetic, gained the best gear, but couldn't unlock new abilities to play with, I couldn't get new uh, stuff beyond the poetic there, and it's just you know, waiting until I finally get past the uh, gates and then, you know, unlock three job uh, abilities all at once. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like they should have continued just to, you know, if they're going to add a new job, uh, uh, kind of this fast forwarding stuff that they do where they're like, oh, let's start it at 30. Oh, let's start it at 50. Um, I mean, it does it does save new players a whole lot of time. But at the same time, you do end up missing a lot. You end up missing a lot of, you know, learning the basics of your job as you're taking it through leveling dungeons and well, stuff. Well, plus, you know, a conversation I think we had in the last episode was, you know, you argued that when you start, the lower you start a job and the longer time you have to play with it, you develop uh, an identity with that job, a connection mm-hmm. to that affinity, job. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and you're right. I think that's obviously uh, an important point. I don't. I kind of like what they've been doing with new jobs where they start them a little bit higher. But what I don't like is is how that gap seems, seems to be shrinking more and more and more. Right. Right. Yeah. Because now we're pretty much going to be taking these three new jobs starting from 50 boom. to 70. Yeah, almost yeah. right there. I think 30 made sense because like for most jobs, what's the gist of your rotation from one to 30 it's probably one to three moves like there's not a ton to playing most jobs from that's one to true 30. yeah no, once you get 30 that's where your moves start like you get more stuff to like mix in as off global cooldowns and that's where you start learning your rotation I which think. is why i don't think that i i threw up a big i you know or i pitched a big fit about them starting at 30 yeah but i think 50 is a far cry from 30 because you know uh all of us played this game capped at 50 for an entire year and a half yeah so that's a completely 
completely different. I think that's a completely different animal. Not only that, but then you also have to, you know, if you're Square Enix, you have to write less quests from, you know, ostensibly those job quests that existed between mm-hmm. 30 and 50. You don't even have to bother writing those anymore. Yeah, isn't that where you get your artifacts? That too? is. Yeah. yeah. So unless they're starting you off with armor or if that's just a part of the job quest at the outset. At the end of the job quest, they just give you all of it. Wouldn't that be disappointing, though? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be disappointing. Because it I was do... disappointing when we did it in uh, 2.0. It's like, oh, I got all my artifact armor and two quests? Yep. Huh. Yeah. I, I did like, you know, I like the way that they did artifact armor in 1.0. Where you had to, there, there were some that it's sort of like FF11. You had to go to um, Beastman Strongholds, a dungeon, find coffers. Oh, yeah, yeah dude, yeah. yeah, come on, like it's artifact armor. Don't yeah. just fucking give it to me. Yeah, it's it, it, it's oh, it, eleven artifact armor. It was a pain in the ass to get, and it usually sucked. Yeah, <laughs> but that was they did something. But it was cool looking. Yeah, they did cool. something similar to that quest structure with 1.0, and I really liked that. Like when I think back on that now. I think I really like that. Uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype, A105158715, limitbreakradio.com slash Discord. If you want to call in, thank you very much for your call, Kapana. We appreciate it. Uh, if you are a first time caller to Limit Break Radio, let us know. Uh, we'll bump you forward. Uh, because we've had we've actually had a lot of first time callers mm-hmm. within the last couple of weeks. And that's really cool. We want more people to call. We want more people to be involved because this is a talk show. It's a call in talk show for a reason. We have the open lines for a reason. We staff them with someone answering your calls for a reason. And so we want to hear from you. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Uh, so our next uh, interview question was, is it a possibility that new jobs would be added at some point during Stormblood, uh, similar to how Ninja was added in Realm Reborn? And he kind of gave Stop! It- I... This is about Ninja. I'm reading it. Oh, okay. With the Ninja, that was actually a job that we wanted to launch at the start of A Realm Reborn, and we just looked at the schedule and determined that it was impossible. Oh, that's so gay. To match the launch, unfortunately. Uh, We had made plans to introduce it, and we had a very clear plan. We planned it over a year before the actual implementation, and we already had plans for an additional job in the middle of the storyline. All right, so here's my question, because every time someone brings up the ninja thing, they're like, oh, oh, no, that was was too much work. We're never going to do that again. And now they had it planned a year in advance? They had the launch planned a year in advance, but they knew even before that that they wanted to add ninja. Right. And it was still too much work for you? Yeah, I mean, I get why you don't want to introduce a job mid-expansion. I think that I I don't think that actually does make any sense to do. That said, like for Ninja, like I don't know if you can plan out with one thing, but like reasonings and excuses for stuff are just so all over the place that I don't even know what to think anymore. It's very, it's very weird. Like I. Like I say, overall, their answer answer is no, we're not going to do that. Yeah. And I think that's the right call. I just think their reasoning for it is weird. Yeah, they go on to say, with the current upcoming expansion and our style of development moving forward, you know, cutting content, um, <laughs> we're looking to release an expansion pack maybe every two years and continually updating the content with it. It's extremely difficult to introduce a brand new job in the middle of the expansion itself. We feel it can only be matched with the timing of the expansion launch. Not that we don't want to introduce any new jobs. It's just physically difficult it could kill us. <laughs> oh, well, it that could. is very serious. Okay, but yeah, making a new job takes like about a year or so in development from all the animations, from play style to balancing. 
it takes a long time to do. So I don't have any problems with them not introducing a job mid patch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I that makes perfect sense. That's, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Oh, okay. Good. Did you want to add anything onto that? That's what I added. So you added what we just said a moment ago? Was there well, a reason that you... <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to you guys. Great. Uh, with Shirogane as the new housing ward, is Ishgard a place that people shouldn't hope for anymore, or is it still a possibility in the future? Uh, all of our resources are focusing on Shirogane right now. Of course, we can't say that we're never going to have it. For a while, we're going to be focusing on the Shirogane area, but that being said, after we have established Shirogane's housing wards, we feel that possibility-wise, rather than Alamigo, maybe Ishgard might be a higher consideration point. We're hoping by then Ishgard won't be as frigid and cold. Wait. What? Is I assume always? that's a joke. When hell fr- unfreezes over? What did he just... Do they have like a summer month or something? Are, or is something going to happen that's going to change the climate? There, I, That's got to be a joke, right? That's a, that's a joke. I guess. That's, it's, it's that's I'm saying that we're never going to have Ishgard housing. Okay. No, okay. no, no, no Ishgard housing. <laughs> and uh, that's everything from Twinfinite Games. <laughs> but you are more likely to get Ishgard housing than you are Alamegan housing, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. Uh, so uh, Reddit also had a uh, PAX interview uh, at the East PAX East. Letting anyone in. All the mofos listening on podcast. You need to watch the live show. You've been at work last few weeks and it feels like you've had my last remaining testicle ripped out. Can you get our cock cape to cover it up? You just missed the Russian donation voice. Hey, that was German, you uncultured heathen. That was not German. I know what German sounds like. That was definitely German. That was Hans. That was Hans. Hans. Hans at hands. <laughs> Hans and hands. Hans, Hans with hands that are so what, dreamy. What is that? That's what? a reference to something, isn't it? What? Hans at hands? Yeah. Instead of rads at hands? Oh, okay. All right. I got you. Idiot. So, Reddit asks... Thank you for the donation, Thor. Players keep uh, enjoy keeping many glamour sets, which they switch between frequently. Are there any plans on making a glamour log system where obtained pieces of gear are glamourable without having the physical item like the WoW transmog log? Yoshida thinks for a bit. Hmm. When asked, is it physically possible... It's possible. Oh, good. Thanks. It's not impossible, but there's so many different things that we do want to do in terms of UI that I'm afraid the priority isn't as high on our list. Fuck you. Leading up to 4.0, we are setting up the UI so that each job has their own sort of user interface, and there are many different tasks that on our priority list, so it might take a bit more time before we can address it. Also, we don't want to give you any reason to not have eight retainers and give us more money a month, so... They really like those retainers. Man, Juxta. That I mean, I mean right there. They, they are, it's like they are begrudgingly giving us the inventory space, and every time they bring it up, we have to applaud them to be like, yes, we still want this. Don't fucking make us buy more retainers. Because that's, you know that's the second move, is allowing us to buy more retainers. I'll have you know, I canceled... All seven of my other retainers. Fucking hell. Why? Why? Because I'm not using them. Why did you have seven to begin with? What? Why did you? What do you? What I only you, have three or what four What could you possibly put on seven retainers? G- glamours? Oh, my God. D- duh. You have seven <laughs> retainers worth of glamour? Duh-doy. Uh, te- technically eight with the two free ones. Holy hell. 
one for each slot. You have one for helmets, one for body pieces, one for hands, one for legs, one for feet, one for weapon pieces, and one for all the stupid uh, currency. Dear Lord, I have my two retainers, and neither of them are even half full. That's ridiculous. That is a terrible, terrible, terrible way okay, to well, sort when your you stuff. are a glamour no. connoisseur, no, you that's little stupid. fake piece of shit. No, fuck no, you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck because you if you don't have one I fucking glamour for tanks, one glamour for fucking range casters, one glamour for fucking healers, and one cla- caster, one Except glamour just for said. fucking melees, <laughs> then you're a fucking poser for glamour! Except Got you it? just said that you keep all of your headgear on one retainer. So if you're trying to glamour your red mage, you have to go through and be like, oh, but, oh wait, no, I can't. You Red mage can't wear that one. That's Stupid. No, you go through you go through your head retainer, find what you're gonna wear, then you go through your body retainer, find what you're gonna wear. But it's mixed in with all of your other shit. What if the job you wanna wear it on can't wear that? Then you switch to your fucking job you're, you can wear it on, you moron. What the fuck are you talking if about? If you want to specifically make a glamour for red mage, okay? Yeah. And you're looking through your stuff, oh yeah, I wanna use oh wait, I can't use that. Only tanks can use that. Why the fuck is it there then? Because it's all on the fucking headpiece, you fucking oh, moron. That's so stupid. That is the stupidest way to do it. You keep all this your is fucking why, hats in no, one spot. This is why you have the worst glamour. No, Whoa. you're a fucking idiot. The worst glamour fucking poser because oh, you only have shit for ninja. Shit. You know oh, what? Shit. Why don't you tell us? Why don't you tell us uh, the the creative process behind the glamour you're wearing? Oh wait, you're not. You're just laying on the ground, fucking naked, like a degenerate piece of shit. It's called art, you fucking moron. <laughs> It's a statement about society. Learn a little bit. What's the what's the statement? It depends on how you interpret it. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how it relates to you personally, okay? I'm not a fucking piece of shit who tries to tell people what art means and what it means to you. I'm just what I'm what, what I'm, does it mean to you? What I'm a Nero. What I'm fasc- tell me what it means, Daddy. What I'm fascinated what do I mean? by. Is the fact that if he's canceled all seven of his retainers, that means that his ability to glamour himself is really limited right now. Yeah, so really, who's the real consort here? Because guess what? I still have all of my glamour available. I can bring it back whenever I want. Yeah, it just... Right now, I don't need to. It costs how much? Uh, like $27. Yeah, that's what I thought. A month. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> It costs twenty seven dollars a month, and you're getting ready to drop a hundred dollars on that new gear they're putting out. Man, worth it! <laughs> my God. Okay, Mister Moneybags. What the hey, fuck? Hey, oh, wait, hey. he's managing our money. <laughs> this is yeah. getting concerning. There yeah. might be some embezzlement going on. Mm. Hey, hey, you can't spell embezzlement without um, <laughs> juxta meant me- mezzlement. Anyway, that was gonna go somewhere. I, uh, I hoped. So, I mean, would you guys want to see a transmog log? Jesus like, Christ, yes. yes. <laughs> or does it make that the, shit too early? No, that was no. one of the smartest oh things God. that World of Warcraft ever did. That way, you get the thing. It you know counts in your log, then you can fucking throw, throw it out. Away. Jesus, yeah. yes. Yeah. I mean, it just seems like it seems kind of silly for him to just sort of d- dismiss it out of hand like that. Well, if I mean, it's that big I, of a deal, you know. I mean, I'm sure it is like a huge undertaking for a UI. Back my backlog stuff. I mean, I don't. Is it? Well, oh, I think that when, when World of Warcraft added, they added it along with an expansion. Yeah, as so, an expansion. Yeah, that was like a key piece, feature so. sort of deal. God, so, I throw out or turn in old glamour as soon as it doesn't fit in my armory chest anymore. I'm not actually getting out a retainer to get shit out. Oh no. yeah, 
And totally. I'm not wasting my time on that. Well, imagine if you could just click a hotkey and have it all pop up in front of you. Oh, sure. If they put that in, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. I like Thor's uh, Thor's comment. Uh, transmog. A mog with uh, tits and a cock. Jeez. <laughs> is, is that is that true? Is that accurate? No. Do you go to transmog like underground places with dark things? Underground transmog clubs? <laughs> right, yeah. Right, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> no, 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 no. The way, the <laughs> way that Juxta started it, it sounded like a Scalia is hanging out in holes. Yeah. Just a, what do you Dank think I holes do? Holes in the ground. Like, uh, like, let's say I'm having a night where I am dressed feminine. What do you think I do exactly on you that can, night? Well, you go out and you dig holes. Clearly. <laughs> no, not like dig holes. Like, go to like the seedy part of town where there's like gangs. That was not clear by the, what you were trying trying to say earlier. I get what you meant by the underground. None of that was clear. Well, I mean, like... Underground, that's the only thing that I heard. <laughs> well, yeah, you go into, like, an abandoned warehouse and, like, yeah. you have to, like, go through the bouncer, like, hey, what's the password? It's, uh... I'm Who's a, the bouncer here? I'm, I'm a transmog lover. It's like, oh, okay, come in and go down the hallway and into the basement. And then there's, like, a big, like, cage. Don't stop him. No, he just said there's a cage. It. It's you, getting interesting. Yeah, to clarify, not only are they in an abandoned warehouse, they have to go basement Here's my... This is, this is what Juxta has in his mind. Do you guys remember the live-action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, the first one? Yes. Do you remember that place, like, the kids who, like, Shredder was, like, collecting? hung out like that party rave warehouse that they had not even a little bit okay well it okay. existed <laughs> and i think that's where juxta thinks i hang out continue cages yeah so there's like yeah, cages there's like a j- big cage like where like, it's a cage match there's like two trans people what, and like we fight to the death too <laughs> what you no! like finish? no you fuck to the death <laughs> Well, no, but you get to like that's where each- the spiky, you know, phalluses come in. <laughs> what? I, I, I was gonna say you have to like fight each other and like rip off each other's clothes, and the first one to get naked has to submit to the other one, and then like all the other trans people are like watching from like the sides and cheering them on and like Juxta. making bets. <laughs> Juxta. I would invite you to come along with what I do sometimes, but you would be so disappointed, and I don't want to take this from you. He just thinks it's like Thunderdome. Like, <laughs> like transgender people go to Thunderdome. Thundercocks. <laughs> what? The and f- like some days, like Thursday nights are special because like nobody comes that night, so they have to like introduce <laughs> like gimmicks. So it's like there's some gimmick night too. Yeah, like on May, like on May or April, like someday, like. The ring is like electrified. Wait, why don't why don't people come on Thursdays? What keeps them away? Thirsty Thursday. You gotta go drinking on Thursday. You can't go to you can't go to the underground. You can't get alcohol here either. No. Wait, wait, wait a minute. God, we're that going is to, so dangerous. We're going to underground warehouses where we have fights to the death, or apparently we fuck at the end. But there's no alcohol involved in this. No, it's so dangerous. How are you gonna get home at night? I mean, Uber doesn't go there. What? <laughs> you don't think none of these trans people maybe have Ubers? They they, they don't carpool. We have cars. We're I'm, allowed to drive. You realize? Sound okay. Well, that's just shitty for the designated driver. Okay, so I'm not going to condone that by any means. You know that w- that trans people can get driver's licenses, right? Of we just can't get can. our, get the proper sex on them. Of course, that's fine. It doesn't matter. That's not the point. The point is, you're not going to drive home drunk after you go to this underground fight sex club. Are you a fucking moron? I'm glad to know that you at least think I'm responsible about this. Well, of course trans people are responsible. 
What do you mean, of course? What's your reasoning behind that? Why would they not be? They have, like, all the best qualities of a man and a woman put together with none of the downsides. They don't have any of the downsides? No! Well, why would you be a trans person and be, like, a bigot like a man, but then have to stay in the kitchen all day like a woman? That doesn't make any sense. Why would anyone choose that life? (laughs) They would would clearly have all the sewing skills of a woman, but then be smart enough as a man to make their clothes. that's the best part of being a woman? (laughs) Sewing? Sewing ability? Yes! You don't think I wish I could tailor my clothes and all that sew up the pockets and get holes in them? So why don't you make the choice to become transgendered and learn? I don't have that kind of time on my hands. Oh my god. I don't like what? Can I ask a question? Yeah, go ahead. Why Everyone's you, asking questions. Why, why are the best parts of this show either me talking about cum or being trans? I don't know. Why does anyone listen to this show? I, that is a good question. Why is anyone listening to this? We just let we just let this dumb motherfucker ramble on for a good solid seven minutes, and we have increased by about a hundred viewers. Not not just not just like like just letting him dig his own hole that he thinks <laughs> apparently I think I hang out in. Yeah, Scalia hangs out in. He lives in a reality all of his own. <laughs> what is this? Where how did we get here? Where do you get this information? Where do you learn this from? You just pick it up. From where? I'm like TV on the streets. Whoa. I'm so close from going for Nika right now. <laughs> Okay. All right. Melky Thera is like almost so triggered. That 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 voice is definitely unnerving. Most Germans are. Well, yeah. I think that's the reason that it's unnerving. <laughs> How did we get here? Is that was the weirdest thing? What what is this show about? My whole body hurts. First rule of underground fuck club. We don't fuck until about underground fuck club. <laughs> Juxta. We do not talk about the underground fuck club. How <laughs> can you can is there a way to make the voice yell? Because there's I, not because uh, I, like I feel like that would be way more appropriate for that accent. <laughs> it's just gotta be screaming. I wow. I never thought I was gonna get to have a conversation like that, like like in my real life, much less on the air. On the yeah, in front of everyone. Now I have had heard this actual comment come my way when I was hanging out with a friend, and she introduced me to one of her friends. Where he said to me verbatim, "Wait, so you're like one of them tranny mosexuals, right?" <laughs> tranny mosexuals. Tranny mos. Whoa. And my friend immediately went, "Dear God, shut up." <laughs> Wow. And the look she, of horror on her face she's obviously made everything worth it. Right? Like, like, you need to let her listen to this section of the episode so that way she never feels bad about anything anybody else ever says. I can tell you, I feel pretty good about everything else that we've ever done on Limit Break Radio. Maybe <laughs> not, not sure so much this. Maybe not so much this segment. This where you draw the line? No. Oh, no, I'm not. There's no line being drawn. He's if just I, said, up till now. If oh. I was trying to draw a line, I would be trying to redirect back to the interview that we're sitting in front of. Ah. <laughs> Uh, I'm just letting this spin out of control, out of pure fascination and horror at this point. There's no horrors there. That's disappointing. They're all respectable people. Why do you say that sarcastically like trans people aren't respectable? Are you trying to get on my side now? It's just an obvious thing. We already went through this. 
Okay. Uh, you want to wow. take the next question, Scalia? No. No, I need a break. I need a moment. All right. Uh, okay, well, it. if we need a you moment, we ahead. have someone on, on call who wants to okay. talk about the, stuff. Do that, please. I hope it's not about this stuff. It's I, a, Mark, who wants to call in about uh, the two DPS classes. What's up, Mark? How's it going? Good. How you guys doing? Let me just say, you guys are an absolute shit show, but I love it. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. accurate. <laughs> I love it. Wait, wait, wait. Is there poop stuff at these underground fight clubs? In the bathrooms. Okay. No, 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 no. I listen. I'll, I'm sure I don't know if that's an accident happens in the cage, but that's, no, no. That's I'm, my electricity night. I'm going to go tell you something that I've come to learn about transsexual people, myself included. We are kinky as fuck, but we draw a hard line at scat. That is not okay. Not. No. Actual information that I needed trans. You needed to know that. I know. What about Boar? <laughs> I'm but, sure some of them are into it. Uh, but no one is into scat? We have a caller now! There's someone actually yeah, on the up? phone. Oh, Hi. He, I just want you to know that he was on the phone during that whole segment. I know. Oh, well, I'm sorry for yeah, all okay. of this. Um, it's okay. I'm not mad. I, you know, I'm surprised that you guys are going to pegging or anything like that. So, What about felching? Is, fel- is felching kind of a big what's, deal? What's felching? I don't know that Felching one. is where you take a, a, <laughs> that's where you take a toilet paper roll okay. and you shove it up your partner's ass. And then you take something small, preferably furry, like a gerbil, and you let it crawl. Oh, yeah, the felching. Oh, uh, I've never known well, anyone know to be into really that. Well, I remember people talking about gerbiling. And, and yeah, gerbiling was, was the term that I, I did. Gerbiling. No, no, no. It's, that, but, yeah, it's called felching. Wow. <laughs> You've never heard the Armageddon story? All right, never mind. Wow, you people are gross. No, no. Armageddon! All right, what do you want? What's up, Mark? Uh, I'm, I'm just coming back into the game. Um, and Why I'm would you? Curious, if you're sorry for your audience, you guys have already gone over this, but. How do you guys feel about them adding two classes? Uh, your your phone's breaking up. How do we feel about them adding what? Did we lose him? He said two new classes, but I don't know what. In, like maybe instead of three, he meant to uh, say? Uh, thoughts on adding two DPS classes and no tank and healer. Oh, okay. Oh, well, we've been down that road. Boom. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo. That's how I feel about it. Okay. Um, I think that it's going to create a clusterfuck of epic proportions when it comes to people queuing for stuff. Uh, I don't think that Yoshi P's logic that people who level tanks and healers will only level tanks and healers. No, it doesn't make any sense it because doesn't. guess what? Last time, if they wanted to stay tank, they had an option to do that. Now, if they want to play one of the classes, they got to go GPS. But here's the yeah. other thing. You know what else tanks and healers play? DPS DPS classes, yeah. yeah. You know so what? It just popular, means uh, jobs are a red mage and samurai. <gasps> People mm. are going to want to play those classes. Hmm. You think? I think a lot. How many? Get good, Ani. Felching is sucking your own semen out of an asshole using Astro. Oh, sorry. Oh, excuse me. Um, out of an asshole using, using a straw. straw? Using a straw. Um. Get good. Uh, <laughs> Was that what, was that like, gagging? You don't like brown snowballs? <laughs> oh my god, I'm after to throw up. <laughs> I heard a chocolate milk story one time, and it's all coming flooding back right now. Oh man. Okay. Anyway, 
Uh, so, uh, yeah, no, I think that it's going to make, uh, I think it's going to make, uh, uh, dungeon queues a clusterfuck. Um, I think that it's going to make leveling pretty difficult and kind of a slug, at least for the first two or three weeks until things end up shaking out. Cause at right out of the gate, everyone's going to want to try the new shit. Yeah. Everyone mm-hmm. always wants to try the new shit. And before, uh, you know, in heaven's word, you had people being directed to multiple new classes. You had, you know, a new GPS, a new healer, a new tank. Yeah. So those that had those those classes at camp that maybe wanted to try a new version of a tank, they had something to try out. But you don't have that this time. Most tanks have all the tanks level. Like if you're mm-hmm. a serious tank, you've got all of the tanks sitting at 60. Um, you know, the same thing with healers because you're trying to figure out which is the best healer, which is the best tank. So I think adding another, you know, like and and for those people who do have their tanks at cap and even for those that don't, what reason do they have to queue as tanks? Like, what reason do I have to queue as a tank right now? for a level 50 dungeon that would help a samurai or a red mage be leveling up honestly outside, uh, well, outside. i mean they just say they're going to add more bonuses for uh on, for dude. the job and need oh, great more gill job and need come on get the fuck out of here that, that's like nothing compared to like world of warcraft where you get like a bag that has potentially something worth lots and lots of money in it yeah yeah, like the, what the, reason? Or a no special reason. mount? Yeah, or a special mount. But I mean, do you see what I'm saying? Though, like, if it, I think the primary concern is the queues being clogged, and I think to be able to do that, you really need to have some strong encouragement mm-hmm. for someone who's sitting at cap to be t- uh, queuing as a tank or a healer. And bonus XP isn't going to cut it. I mean, for Especially a, when it's capped. For a little bit, while we move between 60 and 70, you will get that. You'll but, do your leveling roulette every yeah, day. Yeah, you'll do that. your leveling yeah. roulette. But as soon as you have all of the classes that you want at cap, you're done. Uh, I, I mean, I am i don't... People will do Palace of the Dead. You don't need a tank in there. I mean, I guess Palace of the Dead is a way to circumvent that, but... Until I, I got my alt up to sixty, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's that's really the only other option that you're looking outside of uh, outside of dungeons. Yeah, well, to me as a player on the developer's part, but it's starting like at fifty lazy. though. But it's starting at fifty. Like you're not, you don't have that thirty to fifty grind. Like if you're starting at fifty, you're going from fifty to seventy, right? So you need. Uh, I mean, I guess yeah, I'll Palace of the Palace of the Dead is one way to do it. But shit, I I I mean, I don't like Palace of the Dead that much. Do I right. do it that much to, well, to, to be the primary way to level up my job. You've only got to get it to 60 because at 60, then you can start doing the storyline right. to get the rest of the way. So 50 right. to 60 is the grind that you have to make. But okay. But so, you only do the storyline once. That's fair. Okay. So what? You, you organize just DPS runs of, uh, of, Palace, of the, Palace of the Dead to be able to get it from... That's pretty piss easy from 1 to 100. Dude, that doesn't sound like much fun either. No, hell no. no but None I'm of that sounds fun. fun. If, if Palace of the Dead didn't exist, then I would have a lot more terrified reactions to uh, the prospects of leveling Red Mage. Because, mm. I, I mean, mean at, at the very least, you can always go into Palace of the Dead and get kind of XP that way. That's true. I mean, hell, people solo to yeah. floor 100 in that's Palace true. of the Dead. That's true. Hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, all right. Thanks for the call, Mark. 
I didn't even see that caller was up there. You didn't? No. Good thing I got your back, bro. I want you to know, when I was out of the room, I sent my resume to all the other Final Fantasy XIV podcasts. Well, let us know how the rejection oh, letters so sound. They're gonna pay. Huh. They're gonna pay you. All of mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, currently in fights such as Zervon with Sore and multiple points in A11S, such as the entire ball phase, like the four balls, it's possible. So many balls. It's possible to skip these due to high amounts of raid DPS. Uh, this can make some fights awkward to execute and make some players feel like skipping the, these is the only option in the fight. Like we've seen uh, big community backlash where if you can't skip Sore, we're going to disband. Are there any plans to address this in the new raids like Omega and future Primals in North America? This is a bigger problem specifically. Is it interesting? All in all, it depends on who is creating the content. If the game designer is a veteran and they should have designed it so that you wouldn't have to worry about that sort of phase shift, thus it won't make it so that the HP is not so severely taken away in uh, raid content. That's our hope from the designer side that we'll make our best effort, uh, but at this point, all we can say is that we'll be very mindful of the situation when we're developing our content. That's about the extent I can say at this point. Yeah, it's basically just another version of, oh, know the fight or, you know, be up to the, you know, the the mark or we're going to kick you type crap. Skip sore or kick. Oh, okay. That's what you mean. Like, yeah, how yeah. hard are those DPS checks to meet? I was able to skip sore when it was brand new. Some I'm, people are very bad at this game, okay, oh. Escalia? They're not glorified. Not, a, yeah, not all of us can be super hoity-toity raider types. I was going to say transsexuals. <laughs> Jesus Stop. Christ. Back Stop. to that well, eh? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a, that's a good well. I think Juxta has uh, trans jealousy. They're really cool people. Jeff, do you want to go shopping? You want to go shopping sometime? <laughs> they are so smart and so funny, okay? I'm going to see Beauty and the Beast this week. You want to go? I think... I see, th- there, that's how you turn trans. <laughs> God. Can uh, I? Seeing Disney movies is how you turn trans? No, there's a gay guy in it. I heard from Fox News that if you watch Beauty and the Beast, it, it could turn you gay. <laughs> it's got the oh. gays in it? It's got the gays in it. The, no, can't wait till we see Frozen 2 or... The gay agenda. The frozen boogaloo. That's <laughs> not electric. Hang it's on, frozen. hold up, hold up, hold up. Pause. So, so Kahlo wanted to claim credit for for the blank boogaloo, and and the thing is, is that that's a very specific reference to something. Can you name what the original reference is to? People do that reference all the time. Can I don't you, have no. to know what it's originally from to know that it's something that people do all the time. But yet I have I know what the original so? reference is. It doesn't prove anything except that you know the original reference. But that's but I brought the original reference in as a specific like the point was to reference the thing that's how I know I came up with it and you didn't dumb shit. Nah. Yeah. It was the electric boogaloo. Nope. Break into. Break into the electric boogaloo. Now I've actually seen that movie. You you IMDb'd it clearly. No, I- I know exactly everything about it. Like, it was initially released on (laughs) December 21st, 1984. Did you know that? I don't think so. It was also a film series, uh, breaking film series. And producers were Menahem Jolim and uh, Johan Globulus. Juxta, real quick. Globulus? Look at me, look at me. (laughs) Globulus was in this game? Look at me. What? What's it about? No, no, look at him. Look at him. Look at him. (laughs) Don't bring it. I want to hear the Juxta... It was about Recap. electricity, obviously. <laughs> electricity. Yeah. Yeah. What happened with the electricity? Yeah. Well, it got boogalooed. <laughs> Where did it get boogalooed? What, hang on. What is? What it's is, literally in the title. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Dancing. What is really? What is a boogaloo exactly? A boogaloo. It's like a bugbear, but it's bigger and white, and in the snowlands. <laughs> it's, it's not. That's not what that is. But okay. How do you know? Uh, You've never seen it. So it's a yeah, actually, 
The sad part is, is that I have. I've seen. He, he only watches <laughs> obscure, crappy movies like that. I've Come seen. On. I've seen. Like, Bra- meet the Fendersons. <laughs> <laughs> meet the people. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, hey! Oh my God! I give up. I'm 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 done. Oh my God! Nate, we need to sit down and just talk about awful movies sometimes. I feel like we watch a lot of really bad movies. You know what I saw the He's other trying night? To trans you? No. <laughs> no. Straight up the other night. Oh yeah. Well, we can watch Sleepaway Camp okay. if you want to. If you want right. to deal with that. First of all, first, first of, of all, all first of why all. don't you do that tonight instead of when the show wraps? Like the 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 whatever the fuck it is you are, guy or girl today, running off and leaving us here to make him feel like he's loved <laughs> and has friends. Why don't you stay for once? Why do you keep lying to him? Is the more important question. <laughs> no, because we try to tell him like we want to leave, but he's just like, oh, I got another thing, I got another thing, and he just keeps talking. And it's like, like even as angry and as salty of a person as he is, he has this like puppy mode he goes into. Where you're like, if I walk out the door right now, he's just gonna be left with Fritz. He's gonna shit on the carpet. <laughs> and as much as Fritz loves us, I think that when we now, leave, look, Fritz just because feels real you have bad. to, just because you have to clean the shit out of the corners when you come in for the show every week, does not mean that I panic shit when you guys leave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what that means. Then why do you panic? Shit it's a completely different story. Do it's you, not because you're leaving, though. Do you panic beefaroni in your beard? <laughs> this like, I this is gonna be the one episode that Nico listens to, <laughs> and is gonna be no, so confused. That, no, no, she won't. Yeah, no, right. she won't. I don't back, even, Nico doesn't know that, how to download a show. Back to Reddit interview before the oh. release of Heaven's Ward. There was talk about moving away from centralized hubs of endgame content and starting to fill the open world with more... Yeah, right, okay. Uh, with more stuff. There was talk. We didn't really see that in Heaven's Ward. A lot of stuff is still focused around Idly Shire. Uh, you can enter raids from your FC house. You don't have to actually travel there anymore, which leaves the world kind of feeling empty with no real reason to travel out into it. Are there any plans to fill Stormblood with content that actually makes us want to visit these zones again? He says, first of all, I want to clarify... I don't actually remember moving away from central hubs. I'm worried there might be some sort of mis- misinterpretation. I don't remember this ever being discussed either. Yeah, he's lying. Uh, during Heaven's Word development, it was mentioned that a Realm Reborn areas were too small and the content team had issues placing content into the areas because it was too congested. So they built out the Heaven's Word area to be bigger to have more room to place content. But currently it feels like we have beastmen tribes in the areas, but not a lot else in Heaven's Word areas. The areas are larger, though. It's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of instance content. Yoshi says, to your point, because we were able to expand the areas in Heaven's Ward, we weren't like cramped in terms of placing our beast tribes and different sorts of content for that. And Aquapolis. <laughs> Aquapolis? <laughs> the position of the treasure chest wasn't such a cramped area. And even like the hunt, it feels like we were able to make it so it's more comfortable to just play as well. We feel that we've made the adjustments that work in favor in having more spread out areas. I I don't but I just uh, there's no reason to do that content there's really no there's not a good yeah. enough compelling reason to engage in that content I think Matt Hilton helps he says I think your question just boils down to there's no open world content and Reddit says yes that's a big part of the question Yoship says we understand the demand for it but we're not Final Fantasy 11 <laughs> the room laughs, <laughs> so we don't have intentions of making it 
I understand personally because I grew up playing that style of game, but when it boils down to where a lot of people that desire that kind of content, that's not the case. Just imagine back in the 11 days when you were trying to gather a party, how long did it take you to gather your party? But nowadays you wait 20 minutes on a duty finder and people are complaining. <laughs> would a whole bunch of people desire content where you would go out of the way to enter into the field, to feed a particular monster, to open and trigger the content, and go through all that hassle? It might not be the case. Yeah, but you didn't have a fucking mechanism like Party Finder. You didn't have the tools that FF14 gives your, gives its player base to be able to organize quickly like that. Look at Hunts. Hunts is a great example of the way that Party Finder really made that process so much faster and so much smoother than what it was trying to form parties as uh, as people are running to the mobs. Mm-hmm. Now I get it. I get what he's saying that You know, it's not FF11, and so, uh, you know, waiting for uh, something to form like that, people don't have that kind of patience. And I agree, for the most part, that people don't have that kind of patience. But when you do have a tool that makes that process way easier or expedites that process, then I don't think you can make that same claim. Now, what I think he's actually talking about, what I think he's actually referring to is that people don't like a claim system people don't like open world content that excludes you that has the potential from excluding you an instance you enter you know that you've got an objective to kill you're not going to stand on the sideline and watch some other asshole get the kill that you've been trying to get all afternoon Right? Like, that's just not... That's... Unless you're, like, knocked off of a platform, but you get the win and the carry and the uh, chance to drop on the loot. But what he's really talking about is a open-world claim system where mobs can be claimed by a specific group and cannot be fought or gained in, in, in any kind of rewards from. That's what I think he's trying to defend. And what when people when people are asking for open world content, I think that that is a big, big component of what they're asking for. Right. It's not just having a a big mob that a whole bunch of people can go out and kill that drops something because that's just hunts. Right. If you're talking about an NM or like a pop structure or things like that, usually that comes along with a claim system. Someone, you know, a party has a pop item. They hit that pop item. That mob is claimed for them. If everyone can run in and mob it, then there is no value to that pop item. Right. Mm -hmm. It becomes a, a, a intrinsic value all around. So what if you don't have your claim system, you have it operate similar to a hunt, and the party that puts in the most damage on it gets the item. Or it just drops people randomly. But that sounds exactly the same as, like, attribution for a fate. That sounds like the same thing. You get you you do enough damage, you do enough DPS, then you're going to get gold attribution on this fate, no, 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 and then no, no, you no, get the reward. if you do enough only one party man i i mean maybe i don't know that then what kind of strategy do you have to apply then that's just throwing waves and upon waves upon waves of people at it right like if hunts had a claim structure if hunts if only one party could fight a hunt at a time right you would actually have to apply genuine real strategy 
to what you're fighting. Instead, the entire server comes and kills it. Or maybe now there's like, you know, 10 people that are coming to kill hunts. I don't know how many people are even engaged in that shit anymore. It might. Yeah, it might actually be now a little closer to what it could be if there's a claim system. Okay, so I think that's something that people miss. That's what that question is saying. That's what that question is trying to strike at the heart at is that this is a system that there are there are specific players and some of them may be FF11 players but that they miss well i also think he's looking at the most frustrating aspect of of 11's open world content and saying because that was a thing it can't work as an as a concept and that's not accurate yeah no i don't think it's accurate like it's been like how let's see what now 14 years since uh, FF11's claim system was developed. You don't think there's room to improve upon it in the modern era? Well, not just that, but, you know, I was thinking about the contested, you know, having having the idea of a contested zone like Alamigo moving forward into Stormblood. And what is the point of even having that? Right. Like if you if you look at besieged or if you look at campaign from FF11, those events encouraged mass participation from the entire server to all work towards one goal because there was no other content in the game that allowed you to do that. Every bit of content except for what is instanced in FF14 allows you to do that. Fates, hunts, the entire server comes and they get something out of it so having a contested zone or having a zone that you know you're going head-to-head with the garleans in how is that any structurally or functionally different from a fate you'd have to change stuff up based on what's in the game right now you're right there isn't no reason to do it they would have to do like what they did in ff11 with the astral candescence having control of that zone has to give you something and there has to be an incentive there that says oh shit we ain't got the zone anymore guys let's go and get it back yeah you could remember the uh those fights that you could the campaign ops you could only participate in if your zone controlled valdunia which was very hard to have in the original times of campaign Mm -hmm. sure so that's the sort of thing you have to look at. There has to be some sort of intrinsic, whether it be content or value, that you can only or get if you bonus have buffs. It. Yeah, a but, buff of some kind. Yeah. But again, if everyone is complaining about Diadem just being fates in the fucking sky, okay? Yeah. Then all this is is it's going to be a campaign fought in fates. That's what. That's Ooh. what. That's what the criticism is. At the end of the day, you're talking about campaign okay, except, fought except, with fates. Except. I think people are are misconstruing the real problem with Diadem, okay? Yeah, it is just fates in the sky, which seems uninspired, but there's no reason to do the fates in the sky. If they had a better reward structure, if they actually had stuff that people wanted out of there, people would do the fucking fates, and guess what? They'd eat them up. It always, with Square Enix, comes back to the reward structure. The only reason to go into Diadem right now is for those weapons. Oh, but you can get stuff out of the lockboxes. Yeah, you can get 265 gear that's absolutely random, and you maybe might get one every few runs. That's not even, even if it does work for your job, even if it has the stats you need, 
it's still going to be a shitty item level. Yeah, but we're ta- when we talk about something like campaign or besieged, literally the only rewards that you got out of that were XP or limit points and maybe a little bit of gill, and people still did that in droves. Yeah, it was right, because it was because, because XP it was, a was different, so worthful. You needed it, XP. I I understand that, but it was also such a deviation from the normal gameplay mm. of FF11 because there was nothing that you could do on that scale. It was the first piece of content that you could do where the entire server comes in and they defend or they go on the offense or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that was the very first piece of content that FF11 saw that was like that. So what FF and I'm not saying that FF14 needs the same thing. Do not misunderstand me. What I'm saying FF14 needs to do is it needs to subvert its player base's expectations in the same way that campaign or besiege did for the 11 player base. That's why it became a populated event. That's why people liked doing it, and that's why it was well-received. It's because we weren't expecting this. We were expecting more party content, more alliance content, more shit like Sky, but just in the fucking woods. But that's not what we got. We did get that in the form of ZNMs, but we also got this big, massive, server-wide battle structure that we have never seen. Now we have a game that lends itself intrinsically to the server-wide battle structure. We've seen Odin. We've seen Behemoth. We've seen these sort of big fights, and they're fine for a little bit, and then they dissipate. And the and the enthusiasm around them dissipates. Why? Because you've set up your, your audience's expectations, and now, because they're expecting it, they're going to be bored if it's a copy-and-paste job like you did with the goddamn coral that you put in for heaven's word okay when it's a copy and paste structure then you start to have problems and you start to have audience burnout and fall off it's what you do to subvert the expectations and i gotta give it to even though i'm not a personal fan of it palace of the dead did this a little bit and did it fairly well Mm -hmm. where it subverted a lot of traditional expectations around the way that an event or a dungeon is supposed to operate in ff14 and it gave you rewards worth doing you can level an alt you can level a new job you can get some pretty decent rewards out of there so if you look at the so when you're looking at it like that then what does a contested zone being in ff14 actually fucking accomplish i don't know that it does anything because guess what the rewards out of the shit that was in 11 that was like that weren't that great but it's still encouraged participation there's got to be a way for ff14 and yoshi p to say okay we've seen what their expectations are they expect us to come out with two new dungeons the exact same structure uh you know linear from front to back three bosses and then we're done they expect us to come out with you know this raid structure they expect us to come out with uh with, with this alliance structure how do you subvert that how do you take that structure and then go how do you Change it and make us surprised on the other end of that. It's a tough question. It's a really hard question. And creative people struggle with this all the time. It's something that we struggle with all the time when talking about how to present this show or any of the other shows that we produce. Is the expectation that comes along with the audience that's that's receiving any of the content. And you have to be able to be free enough and feel open enough and creative enough to say this may be what they're thinking 
thinking they're going to get, but we're going to twist it and we're going to give them something they didn't expect and they're going to fucking love it. Okay, this is what I wanted to do. Punish us for not doing it then. Because you said that, that the Astral Candescence thing didn't have great rewards. You're right, actually. It didn't have any rewards. But by not having it, you couldn't teleport and nobody wants to fucking run around. Yeah, and so you, you could also put a have battlefield the- in there and instead of giving us rewards... Punish us for not doing it. Chocobo lady could be captured. Now you can't ride your bird. You can't go into dungeons. You can't mount. Can't use <laughs> teleports. Can't, can't use teleports. Aetherite network goes down. That's Aetherite's a great gone. one. That's a great, that's a oh, small and it would make punishment. sense because think about like, if you're the Garlands, what would you try to attack in Alamigo? Fuck. I love that idea. Offline. I love that idea because then that forces you to actually run around. And I mean, a big complaint of ours is that once you get the teleport crystals, there's no reason to ever walk anywhere ever again. Except if a, if a map is sending you out to a single point. That's it. But if you have a contested zone, and yeah, you don't have control of that, if you lose control of that Aetherite network, dude, I like that idea. No, I like yeah, that a yeah. lot. That's I like that idea okay. a lot. That would yeah. be great, too, because like for the first four months, you're never not going to have it, because everyone's going to be doing the content. Mm-hmm. But then like four months down the line, when, like you know I don't know, the next patch hits and everyone's off doing something else, and the first time you lose that, you're like... Oh shit, why can't no, I teleport? Okay. Not just that. Here you go. Here's what you do, Square Enix. Because now for what? We're going on three expansions or three three versions of the game where you have just had the most fucked reward structure. You obviously do not know how to make your players feel like they're rewarded for doing your content. Fine. You don't like that. Let's go in the opposite direction then. Start punishing people for it. Every single event, if you don't do it, you should get punished for it. You don't control Alamigo? Fine. You can't teleport. Uh, Kugane's little magical astral ball gets taken away. Guess what? Now you only get half the tomes that you would normally get from dungeons. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Oh. Punish people for it. Oh my god, I you love that half tomes out of dungeons. You don't, Even- you don't save the NPC? Guess what? You can't spend your tomes. Even if you... <laughs> hang on, hold up. Even if you just give buffs and then take them away, that's even another... That's seen as a form of punishment. Yep. What if you couldn't activate FC buffs? Yes. Right? Like, not that big of a deal. Yeah. Right? But, like, I'm thinking along that sort of level, right? Like, if if having the, quote-unquote, like, the equivalent of the astral candescence gives you a whole bunch of buffs that, you know, make life a whole shit ton easier, and then you lose them, then that is a very compelling reason to try to get that motherfucker back. You lose My- Alamigo three times in a row, you don't succeed in taking it back, the Guardians get bold, start invading, and they shut down the gold saucer, and you can't go in the gold saucer. Oh. I can see it on, on Juxta's face. He hates this idea. He hates this idea. Everyone hates this idea, but guess what? It's going to make you do the content. It is. Because I think I think that that's, that's a, a, a really good observation there, Kahlo, is that if you don't punish players, if I, I mean, giving a reward is good enough. But there's there's any to any reward structure, there's a, 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 another side of the coin to the carrot, which is the stick. Yeah. Right? Like you need to be beaten with the stick every once in a while Beat to be able daddy. to be able to understand the value of keeping up on it. You have and to control all the zones. Otherwise, you can't access the raid. And that's ooh, I, like, like I, you can't access the zone that Omega God is damn, in. that's like Phalox all over again. I love it. It's, and it hurts. And that's the thing that's, is it that should hurt. It should hurt. It should hurt. It should hurt. And it doesn't work. 
and and the thing is, is I, I mean, I could go back and solo Phalux now at this point, but I could never do the campaign work to be able to get the zones back. That would just make me kill myself. <laughs> That's all I would ever want to do. But, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I watched my friend log into eleven. Not a single region is controlled by it's all beastmen control oh like, my god like that is awful the past the and, beastmen won and they let's did win and and but let's be honest that is sort of i mean as long as we're talking about the other side of the coin that is the other side of the coin to an event like this is that as soon as it becomes depopulated and as soon as it be it, like people don't see the value in continuing to stay up on it then you do have all of these sort of like little punishment things so that's why i think you have to add them in the terms in the form of buffs that then are taken away. Maybe not, though, because think of how uh, f- 14 is designed as a game. When the next expansion comes, the old content does become kind of invalidated. Anyway, why not? You know Square Enix, once the old content is old old enough, they'll just make it so it's super easy to cap or it depends. remove the I think punishment it, in the first place. I think it depends on the punishment. Like I, I, think it dep- I mean, if like you couldn't access the raid... Right. Like, yes, that's what I'm t- I, I I don't think that they would go for that. Or even I, I love the idea of like you lose control of Alamigo. You can't use the eighth rights in in, in you know, the, north, in yeah, the, zones. the, the, the uh, northeastern uh, section of uh, Eorzea. I would even love to see that extended to to Authard, not to Authard, to the rest of Eorzea. All of Eorzea. they shut down the whole Eorzean Ethernet. Yes. Woof. Yeah. It's yeah, pretty rough. In, Come on, that's yeah, great. In Alamigo, the one that we have to keep taking, right? They just have they have some machine that like bombards weird like anti aether signals that just fucks everything up. Yeah, I mean. And like I love that from a lore perspective too, because what a great tool of war that would be. If you're exactly. if you're the Garleans and you now have like you've already fought the war with with Eorzea, you know kind of where their strengths lie. Think That'd of be a major when attack. You, oh, think of think of actual like military strategy for a second. Yeah. What's the first high value military targets? It's things like utility plants, power plants, water plants, things that provide towers, towers, communication towers, airports. Yeah, exactly, and that is. A porn lot, industry, very much analogous. Porn industry, what? take out their porn. Uh, oh, they're igno- taking. They're going to attack Uldah. Then. Ignoring. No, if you take out the porn, then people have nothing to do but fight. Ignoring. Increase the porn. Kahlo. Ignoring Kahlo and Juxta. No. Uh, the first thing that you would do is you would take out the essential. You know, sort of like the essential stuff. And the Ethernet very much is that for Eorzea. Mm-hmm. So I like that idea that Xenos is really trying to. They said you will hate him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would taking hate him. Away, t- taking away our teleports is inhuman. I'd hate him. I mean, think of think of what that actually does. Like, think of what that what the, what that does as an actual punishment. It's not taking away your mounts. You don't actually have to f- run everywhere. No, you can still fly. But, yeah, no but flying. You, oh, well, not, take, not take, no, take, not if it's the whole Eorzean battle. That yeah, is actually true. no flying. That, but mounts I mean, though. Mounts you can still mount, yeah. mounts are fine. But yeah. in Alamigo, they should have anti-air turrets that shoot you down. No flying. But I, well, we do know that we're going to have aether currents for these new zones as well. Yeah. So I like this idea that if if we as a community or we as a server are not keeping up on, you know, the battle with the Garleans, that they start doing things that have impacts Eorzea wide. Oh, my God. That if- is fascinating to me because then suddenly... 
you have all of these old zones that have, you know, they're being changed by what's happening on this one battlefront. And I, I just I like that concept. It's a very attractive concept to me. Yeah, if they take over for five weeks in a row, they start affecting Link, Link Pearls. Oh, my God. And now Limit Break Radio is taken over by Garlean Propaganda. I'm pretty sure that that's happened already. Oh. Yeah. When? Dicks. I know. Uh, so, no, but I, I, I really do uh, like this idea. I like this idea quite a bit. Yeah. Like I said, if they can't pin down a reward structure, come up with a punishment structure. It's too bad they'll never do it. Essie does seem to be good at punishing me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hmm. I, I, Juxta, I think that you're right. Yeah. I think that you're right that I don't think that they'll do it. Um, I just, I don't, I don't think that they have the guts to do it. I don't think mm-hmm. that they would challenge. Uh, well, I'm going to sneeze. Oh, you don't have to stop talking. Oh, no. I was, we want, we I was, try, I was trying together. to, I was, I was trying to hold the you, Sorry. you announced that you were going to sneeze and now we're all on we're, this together. I know because my voice started to do something weird. Right, it was no the sneeze off starting. This train we're I thought, on. See, because I thought I was going to be able to hold it and then I didn't. And, and <laughs> then, then it never, that dream that never happened. But you didn't sneeze, so you didn't. I know. It. It's weird. Now uh, we're all let down. Well, uh, but my but my voice would have been all weird and everywhere. And uh, anyway. What? My voice would have been all my voice voice would have been all over the place trying to hold the sneeze in yeah i got that yeah, part but i don't right, know right. <laughs> that's what my, that because that's what my voice did right there that's what my voice did when i was trying okay, to hold look, the sneeze Justin in just has some he can't interpret people unless they're talking He's fucking normally retarded. because i knew what you were saying and this morning i was talking with my mouth full and i said the safari zone i hope it doesn't disappoint and he's like oh, rah, 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 rah. that's what you said that is literally- not what i said <laughs> you're an idiot you're a, you're, we weren't even talking about the safari zone at all. Anyway. How was I supposed to interpret that? You're fucking... You're so stupid. And fat. So your face. Re, you have derailed this show now like four times. You're welcome. No. Yes, can, you are can welcome. Can you go back on vacation? You're welcome. It was way easier when you weren't here. We could have an actual like cogent conversation. Calls were handled in a orderly fashion. What is this? You're, the, the, the whole thing's coming off the rails today. What is even? Exactly. Can't. No. Can't even. Nope. I'm, Only odds. Clearly you can't. We're at odds. Like do anything. Raz at odds. Like your job. What, what's my job? Uh, oh, uh, okay. I'll hit a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pocket healer. You know what? Look at a piece of pizza and don't eat it. Just once. <laughs> is that possible? <laughs> Could you do that what for me? What does that have to do with anything? Because I don't think you could do it. Just like I, I look at just pizza like, just like all I, day at work I, and not eat them. And it explains. That is literally my job is not eating pizza. <laughs> I don't know. I have I don't owned know. you. I don't think that that's without true. Without even trying. I, don't I think offered that's him true. three tacos last night and he turned them down because <laughs> they had vegetables on them. They had Excuse lettuce. Excuse lettuce. Lettuce is not a vegetable. You're the worst. It's a grass. Can someone keep reading, please? Good dear God. After the release of Heaven's Ward, there was a long break between 3.0 and 3.1. There'll be the same kind of break between 4.0 and 4.1. He says, I would love to give our dev team a break, but for 4.1, because we've been planning for it ahead of time and making sure our plans are aligned, we're going to attempt uh, releasing the patch in accordance to our typical patch release cycle. Uh, Once our team sees the article that's written up that mentions this, they'll get very weary. Uh, Let me me tell you something. Room laughs. And tell you something. What are you going to tell us? Your player base, Square Enix, is uh, for, for as weary for as weary as your dev team is. Uh, your 
audience is twice as weary of your bullshit. So I would not. I would not. Let, give them do the, not test us. Give them the same break that they took between 3.0 and 3.1. Yeah, we are sure. legion. Pretty, I would pretty sure the 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 tens of th- hundreds of thousands of people that play your game outweighs the handful of people you have developing your game. Yeah, and I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear this bullshit in the chat room. Oh, but life is so hard for developers. They work respect them, the developers. Fuck you, Apple. They Nectar. work. They work them seventy hours a week. Yeah, they're paid for all seventy hours. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Do you know how much work I do, unpaid, uncompensated, even by you folks? A lot. Mm. There's a lot. And I've been doing it for a long time. Like fi- like 15 fucking years. I I produced something for Sirius XM last week that I didn't get paid for. That I did just because they asked. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Yoshi Yuki brings up a great point. We can give the devs a break if they give our monthly subscription a break. There you go. I'm fine with that. Fuck that. No, I want my content even faster. I'll pay for that shit. That that is But you're not getting it faster. Well, that's true. That I I, I Okay, look, so just unsub then. And it, then if they yeah, it, well, no, but they I think if they're going to take that time off, then they shouldn't be charging people for access to the game. Dude, how's really. that for a bold ass concept? They come out and say so uh Heaven's Word's going to launch at that point. We're going to go, or not Heaven's Word, but Stormblood's going to launch. We're going to go on to a skeleton crew that'll do emergencies and like fix any major snafus, but we're taking three months off, we're taking summer break, and during that time, we're not charging subs. I would be okay with that. Every other year they do that, I'm fine with that. Not to mention, if you're not charging a sub for like two, three months... The influx of new players that are going to come and, and dude, try and play your game. We'll, we'll speak to the value of having some time away to recharge. Yeah, like, no, yeah, I, we know. Uh, uh, actually, why not? Why not do that right after you drop three point five five C or five six or whatever it's going to be? That last story patch, right? So now you've got the gulf, that big wide gulf in between the very last Heaven's Word content patch and the very first Stormblood content patch. Why not make that time gratis? And then that way, when you do want to take time off after the Stormblood launch, you can say, well, we gave that time to you so that we can now take this time. So basically, that, they because, yeah, because obviously they have to keep working. They're going right. to put the expansion out. Exactly. But then later on, they can say, all right, you guys got the three months after yes. the end of the last expansion for free. Right. Now we're taking some time away from the game. Absolutely. We'll see you guys in a couple months. Absolutely. This is, uh, I would this be is fine with that. one of the very last MMOs that has a monthly subscription. Yeah, do something bold with it. Uh, if you want that subscription base to stick around, you're going to have to think outside the box. Yeah. I, honestly, because I I look, I understand that I sound like a bastard saying work your dev team, keep working them, keep working them very, very hard. But the thing is, is that as a fan, as a part of the audience, the expectation has been set that the content cannot dip. The content can't the content cannot dip the way that it dipped between a realm reborn and heaven's word and Indeed, after the first patch of Heaven's Word. Oh, oh my God, yeah. Eight weeks, rally and cry. Like, that was infuriating. And the thing is, is that if if they did something to acknowledge it, if yeah. they did something other than saying, well, we're tired, we need some time off, we understand that, we get that, everyone's tired. 
Everyone needs some time off. We understand that. But make it worth our while. Like, the thing is, is that when I take time off, and this is just because I've worked a series of shitty jobs, but I don't get vacation pay. Oh, what's that? Right? Yeah. That's the stuff spoken in whispers. Right? Rumors. So I, oh, I, I, I don't, off. I don't get, yeah, there, that, that is not a, that's not a thing for any of the four of our worlds. Okay. And I'm not I, fine. Whatever. Anecdotal evidence. But I'd say that the majority of your audience probably in the same boat, probably in a similar boat. Not in many, America. not many of them have the opportunity to get paid time off okay so if that's the case when you take your paid time off let me tell you people don't really respond very well to that people don't respond terribly well to that especially when you feel like you're getting a mediocre game or 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 a game that's dipped or dropped in quality absolutely yeah drops in in the number of content drops in the quality of content and then you tell me stuff like oh you know what last expansion we gave you too much so we're cutting back when we know that you've gotten more of a budget i don't care how you spend it. it doesn't matter if like that's going to external things or you're paying people more it doesn't matter when you let out of the bag stuff like that expectations grow and then now you're tired and you want to take a break and we feel like you've been giving us crap it's not going to go over well yeah we're not going to care if you try and play the humanity card yeah it just sounds like excuse mongering at that point and you know it uh it sucks i i I, i'm telling you i know that it sucks uh you know I, i feel like i've been working very hard for a really really long time and uh yeah it does wear you down it exhausts you like Think of how good the shows would be if we took two months and disconnected from FF14 and Limit Break Radio and can't like I said, hey, we'll be back at Stormblood. This is it. We're out. We'll see you guys at Stormblood. Right. You know how strong those episodes would be when we came back, rested and recharged? They'd be amazing. They'd be incredibly good. And I think that's a good thing because FF14, if they could legitimately take two months away every year or every other year to rest and recharge and have some new ideas along, like on those, on the rare week that we take off and it doesn't happen often, but you know, Easter or mother's day, whatever it happens to be the, that episode, that week we have some legit like ideas start flowing in the chat again. Those like, those are the weeks where we talk in the chat. Yeah. It, like spoilers for the pulling back the curtain a little bit here. We don't talk a ton in our host chat. No. Because we're usually, like, when we're not here, we're like, we don't want to think about it. We're just burned out. Yeah. So there is a burnout factor, especially when, you know, we've been we've been doing this for so long. We've we've been doing this for as long as they've been working on FF14, Uh, you know, and and the thing is, is that there is a fatigue that comes along with it. Definitely. There is. It's natural. Yeah, absolutely. And that 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 comes along with anything. And, you know, the other part of it is that we don't get to solely compensate ourselves from what we do here. And so that when it, during weeks that we don't really feel like doing a show, it's not really an option for us. We've still got to figure something out. Yep. And, it, you know, like taking a break is not really that much of an option. But but the thing is, is that if I felt like there was a way that we could make it worth it for our audience, if we took a break, I'd be way more open to it. And again, there is a way I'm not saying Square Enix work to death or work your people to death. What I'm saying is, is that if you need that time off, take that time off. 
It is important. But you got to make it worthwhile. It is. It is. Yeah. That's the thing is that, you know what? You need to be transparent about it. You need to be open about it. You need to tell us this is, you know, this is why we're doing what we're doing. And as as an uh, as a member of the audience as as a paying member of ff14 yeah you're gonna have to do something for me you're and and i i know that that sounds selfish and dickish but the risk that you run is having that sentiment run dry like having that positive sentiment for the game and the community run dry among your player base that is a very real dangerous thing yeah, and I, I think, like you say, if they made these few months in between the expansions free, people would not feel like that, oh my god, this is awful, there's nothing for me to do, because you're not paying for the game. Like, right. you're, like if it's the middle of April, and you're just sitting there like, well, there's nothing to do, but it's free, maybe I'll log in and, you know, log a couple hours in the game, and then you just feel fine about it. Right. Right. And again, you might grab some new people who try it free for those first three months and then decide, you know what, I'm going to keep playing. Yeah, yeah this game's the, worth playing. That's the thing. You make you make it free for everyone for three months in a content dip right before you're getting to your new stuff. You are inevitably going to end up hooking some new players. It's you're inevitably going to end up picking a few up. It's either that or you got to give a Nero a blowjob every time you want a vacation. It's the only way he's going to be happy. One? Well, per person taking a vacation. Why just a Nero? That's how you make him happy. Yeah. Well, I want some of that, too. Nobody gives a shit about you. Have we not made this clear? Yeah, by the way, while I was gone, did I hear you say that lettuce isn't a vegetable? It's a grass. <laughs> yes? It's a grass. It's, it's a, a grass. Oh, is it? It's green, and it comes from the ground. What else would you call it? It's all, it's a, it's it's a, all like, chopped up in, like, little, little flaky things. It's actually mostly water. What do you think cucumber is? What's a cucumber? What's a cucumber? I don't think he know. He doesn't know what a cucumber. What the fuck is. are you talking about, cucumber? You, you know, he's he's like he's like one of those cats where if we put a cucumber behind him and he saw it, he'd freak the fuck out. What the fuck is that? He wouldn't even know how to handle it. And please don't do that. Anyway, uh, so let's talk. We've we've got uh, Den Gecki interview uh, to read here as well. But before Yay. we before we do that, I'd like to go to our phone lines and talk to Marcus Ragnar. What's going on, Marcus? Hey, how's it going, guys? I'm doing good. You good? Great. Thanks, thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. Yeah, I wanted to talk about one of the other things in one of the interviews. I forget which one it was, but it was talking about how they're planning to reduce ability bloat. Okay. Uh, that was from a few weeks ago, right? Probably. Yeah. I couldn't remember if it came up again in a newer one, but it was, it's been sticking in my head because they talked about how they're combining two skills that do the exact same thing on Paladin and Dark Knight and putting in the cross rolls. Sure. But also doing the same thing for like the other jobs. And the first example I thought of was for Dark Knight, where they take Blood Weapon and Blood Price, which do the same effective thing, which is give the Dark Knight more MP and toggling it behind. Um, whether or not the other tank stands on, like how equilibrium works for warriors. So that way it's now one button that's not locked half the time you're playing your job if you're tanking. Yeah, you know, that's that's probably a pretty good point. Um, I, it, where exactly those cross-class abilities, or not cross, but the cross-skill abilities or whatever they are, how exactly they're going to be implemented, I don't know, man. Like, it, it, it does seem like it's going to be a pretty big fundamental underpinning change for FF14. But I think that that's probably a pretty good example of what they could do. Well, I'm not talking about just like 
for the role, the shared role skills. I mean, like for a given job, like say they turn trick attack and sneak attack into one skill for ninjas. That just changes depending on your position. You know, condensing down skills the jobs have that they're keeping. Oh, you're talking about so melding jobs like like uh, like dragoons, uh, fang and fury, and wheeling thrust. It's now yeah, one like ability, can, and it, it just goes off depending on where you're positioned. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're getting yeah. at. Condensing. They said they want to condense skills that do like similar things. So are you talking so, like like if you uh, uh, like the positional would be the determinant factor on whether or not the third or which stance you would in. proc or okay yeah yeah, yeah. or you like I get it. stance toggled like taking, um, yeah taking, uh, equilibrium for warriors because in tank stance it heals them and so the one that gives them fell cleave it gives them TP so what ends up what ends up happening if you're not like okay like you've got uh, one uh, you know you're. Uh, um, one ability hits from the back, one hits from the side. What happens if you're hitting it from the front? Uh, I know that that's weird terminology, but what happens? <laughs> well, what happens if you're doing that? Like, does the not does the third skill not proc? Does it not proc as potently? Like, what? well, it's it's basically just combining down the skills because I would assume for like the Scully example for the fourth dragoon combo, it just doesn't get the full potency if you use from the front. It right, you get, you get whatever would be the weakened potency for it. You, okay, you, you, I you know the, yeah. more, the more important thing to recognize here, and and I, Mark, I don't know if this is something you intended or not, but you brilliant bastard. All right, so I'm going to use Thank ninjas you. as the most prime example. Right, I don't give a shit about mm-hmm. positionals. I'm going to stand behind it the whole fucking time. Right, if you combined the uh, just stupid ninjas. If you combine Armor Crush and Aeolian Edge, right? One does more damage from behind, the other one from the side. But you have to do Armor Crush to keep your Hutan going. If it was one ability, and if you're behind it, it's Aeolian Edge. And if you're beside it, it's Armor Crush. You now have to do positionals. It forces Scrubs to do their positionals. Oh my gosh. This is bullshit. I know. Total <laughs> bullshit. Is that is that sort of what you're thinking, Marcus? Uh, about along those lines, I was struggling on what you would combine down on Ninja, but that actually makes the most sense. Yeah, I really it's like refreshing Hutan and Aeolian is like windy sounding, so you're keeping up your tornado by spinning behind the enemy. Okay, no, no, so this is fine, uh, Kahlo. Then instead of standing behind the mob, you just stand to the side. Except then it's always Armor Crush, which does a little bit less damage than Aeolian Edge does from behind. Meh. It actually does. <laughs> kind of, it does kind of force you to think, and and it's and it's uh it's sort of like a paring down of abilities. Mm-hmm. It's it's making the things that are 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 really kind of redundant at this point, uh you know, and condensing them down. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad suggestion, um, and it could be very much the way that it ends up working. Um, I don't know. We'll uh we'll end up uh we'll end up seeing Marcus. Thanks for the call, man. No problem. All right. If you want to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. We'd like to hear from you. Let's talk about this Dengeki interview. Sure. Uh, Dengeki asks, will adjustments to the substats that have been touched on previously, such as parry and accuracy, be in patch 4.0? How will they change? Uh, and Yoshida says there will be changes to parts of the main stats and many of the substats like parry accuracy block rate and piety because this kind of explanation requires a lot of detail I want to use a live uh, a letter from the producer live as a chance to go into more detail please wait for more details until then I I mean this is one of the most commonly asked questions at this point what are you doing to parry yeah parry and accuracy are both fairly underwhelming stats they don't really do much in overall calculation or min maxing it's just their butt smell they they are garbage they really kind of are and and it it's 
uh, there's a lot of speculation out there right now whether or not they're going to continue forward having these have even having these stats dude i at all not being a tank i never really paid any attention to why perry is garbage Having now had it explained to me, I saw it, some people talking about in Free Company the other night. Yeah. Holy crap, that sucks. Yeah. It's so bad. It really is. And I don't I don't understand why they thought it was a good idea. No. From a design standpoint, it, when you really understand the underpinnings, you it go, oh, to, holy it, shit, that is a useless step. Why do we ever put this on gear? Yeah, it can't crit. It can't, and it can't be blocked at all. And there's a third one that it can't be before it, before it even gets to parry. Right. Like what? Can't miss or something? But yeah, it has to. Yeah, uh, can't crit, can't miss, can't be blocked, and then parry has a chance to affect. Yeah, and even then, like you have like a one percent if you have like the best gear or something retarded. It's terrible. It's trash. It really is terrible. So I mean, even if they do a readjustment on the stat, that's one possibility. I think that that's probably the most likely possibility. But they could just remove it altogether. If they removed it, what do you think that they could replace it with? That uh, you know. Wouldn't be completely broken. Flat damage resistance? Hmm. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's pretty tanky. I mean, that's the that's, that's the most basic thing that you can put into like a defensive stat. Yeah. It's just taking less damage. I mean, would it it would be a matter of removing parry as a stat and creating a new stat. I don't know how would what, what yeah, that they would just rename parry into like durability or something yeah, like that. There you go. Great word. Durability. Durability. Toughness. Yeah, endurance, something Not like that. getting hurt as badly Ernestly. <laughs> Fortitude. I mean, does, That's a, str- a, dumb one. does a straight damage down, uh, a damage reduction down, you know, like that, does a stat like that end up changing the stat weights that you would want on DPS gear? Probably. I mean, it depends on how much you get per point. Theoretically, yeah, yeah. I I'm mean, not. I'm not sacrificing too much crit hit to make it. Hurt well, no, less but when I, I mean, don't dodge properly. But I mean, like, what you could end up with a situation is is like one set of gear that is all offensively based, and then if you wanted like a solo set of gear to take with you into a Palace of the Dead, okay. or something uh-huh. like that, then you would have this more defensively weighted gear where we know. Look, Perry doesn't do shit in that in that department. You want more determination than you want. Harry if you were going to do something like that but I think a straight flat you know damage reduction that is a much more attractive uh, route to go uh, for something like that so they'd have to be real careful about putting out things that other classes can equip right exactly yeah Yeah, Um, you've got to you've got to think about it in terms of the balance because I think that you would also forbid that non-tanks be able to equip a defensive stat and not feel bad about well but what about mages I mean would you would it would either be a stat that you would have to completely keep off mage gear altogether Together, which then it brings questions up about, you know, how does the system calculate things like rando stats, you know, out of diadem. Um, but if you don't have this stat pairing on any mage, st- you know, mage gear at all, then I think, that, you know, that is maybe a little bit unfair to mages. But if it hmm. is put on mage gear, then I do think that that ends up impacting the meta in some form or fashion. At least in PvP, at least. Oh, absolutely in PvP. I feel like the best way to do that would just be have like a separate set of gear that's only on jewelry. Where if you want the defensive parry stat, the new defensive parry stat... To be on the defense or on uh, like a defensive set of jewelry. Yeah. Or what if you could only like what if you could only materia meld it on? That might be an idea too. Like what if it never is latently on a piece of gear, but you can materia meld it? 
That'd be a great that, way to limit it. Oh, well, and it would also be a great way to start dry. Can you imagine those materia prices, though? Can you imagine oh, yeah. the market for that? Holy shit. If you thought Me? crit materia was ridiculous back in the day. Oh, uh, yeah, that, it is. <laughs> sure yeah. is. We should. I should start buying materia, uh, peri materia. Because they're all going to get converted over oh, into the new one. It's getting changed right now. Oh, it's no. Fucking no, 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 no. They couldn't do that. I don't think they could do that. I don't think what, that they could they, do a straight. They would have to add new, new material, uh, uh, like a new yeah, type of materia. It couldn't just be. Mm, I they think, just straight up changed the stat. Why would the Perry, if they just remove Perry and put in something in its place, why I don't would think the you can. I, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think you can. I think you would have all the gear up to 3.0 gear have Perry on it. Because I don't think in terms of, you know, like in terms of the way that stuff is calculated, you can straight up remove Perry. But you can add yeah. a flat reduction down. He's right. Because then you'd have to go back and check all the previous gear and make sure that it's tuned correctly with whatever the new stat is and the stat values are. Exactly. We're not actually we're not talking about removing Perrier accuracy. I think we're talking about having it supplanted with a better secondary stat. Hmm. And I think that that would be the better move. That would be the smarter move at this point, because if you've got to redesign your entire system from the ground up that you're right, Juxta, if you just take Perry out and replace it with something else, those stat weightings become drastically different. And some of those gear, you, you know, the 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 gear choices would become drastically different and i think that you need to be able to maintain that balance so you've got to add the stat weighting on top of the gear that we're all we already have counterpoints ps4 limitations <laughs> can't handle a new secondary stat <laughs> that would be so disappointing to that hear. would be so disappointing but but the thing is though is that you know like if you just de-emphasize perry mm-hmm. right because perry doesn't play a <laughs> much more, more de-emphasize than it is. Gonna get. That's, but that's what I'm saying. Perry doesn't play enough role in the meta or in the stat calculations to even make that much of a difference. So if you just simply downplay Perry's, you know, uh, uh, the space in the marketplace or, or allocation on gear or or material, whatever, if you just start downplaying that and supplanting it with a stat that is better, that is the best way for Square Enix to move forward and not disrupt their uh, their current balance and stat weightings. God, it's so weird for Perry to suck so much having come from 11 where Perry was god tier. Yeah, if you could yeah. level it. If you could get it leveled up, it was like guard. If you could actually get that leveled oh, yeah. up, it was so powerful. Yeah, but between, um, I think we... Well, actually, I think... That's back when auto attacks were worth something. I think Thief had A plus parry. It was high. Between, Not A plus. It was very high. Between the parry and the evasion yeah, skill... You guys, yeah, you guys definitely... Thieves were bomb. You guys ducked a lot of damage, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I, and and I, I don't know. I mean, like for as much as people talk about uh, you know, how bad parry is and how much of the devs... A minus parry for yeah, Thief. I in told, yeah, it was high, man. Yeah, it was really high. But your shield skill was F, so fuck you. <laughs> I think it was C. F. Oh, whatever. Uh, no, who uses... <laughs> but but honestly, honestly though, I I think that that's the best way for Square Enix to do something like that is not to you know subtract anything in that area, but to instead add and encourage people to use it in a different function or or use that uh you know a secondary stat in a different function or fashion. So. Right, what else we got here? Uh, rare eastern animals such as the lesser panda and tiger appear to exist, but will we meet the real deal? 
With the adventuring continent being different, I think a lot of things within the monster ecosystem will have a lot of differences. Lesser pandas actually are relatively ferocious, but in the world of Eorzea, hitting those cute pandas would be kind of awkward, right? No. No. Oh. I like beating on cute things. Please you see for let yourself. us kill chocobos. Yeah. Thank you for that, by the way. <laughs> when are we getting Moombas? I want Moombas. Uh, please see for yourself what kinds of animals um, and monsters you may encounter. Actually, they, they mentioned that in a recent interview. Moombas they are They mentioned Moombas? Yeah. They're coming after the Dragoon Wyvern pets. <laughs> you stupid idiot. Uh, he, uh, you walked right into that one. Ugh. Sorry, not sorry. All right. Uh, will there be any new co- uh, company projects that take the place of airships or use it as a means of tackling new content? Since swimming has uh, been, and diving has been announced, can we see submarines next? Or will we see submarines <laughs> Fuck next? Fuck you. Uh, there are plans for a large update in the 4.x series for free company projects. Submarines could be a possible choice. However, for what will become of it for now, just use your imagination. Uh, Fuck off. Uh, submarines? I, I mean, again. Yellow one? Uh, again, you know, the, the adventuring... Um, you know, the, the exploration missions were so intrinsically attached to Diadem. That so intrinsically. <laughs> well, they were. It's just that Diadem was not well-liked. Right. But it wasn't even that much of a barrier for entry because it... it like, when have you ever not been able to go into Diadem because you didn't meet the fucking... You know what I mean? Like, it's... It, it, it was like they made so many caveats. They were like, yeah, you need to do the exploratory missions to be able to go into Diadem to have the place mapped. But, yeah, you can also join if this. Oh, yeah, you can join if that. And, and a, you know, they caveated it so much that anyone could join. And it really felt like, well, then what was Why the... Why did I just build that airship? Yeah, what, what was the yep. point of this whole I shit? I have got a large functioning airship in my See, house. It should have been... built. <laughs> If you didn't have an airship, you could go into Diadem, but that island, that's all, it's just that one island. That first island you go to, that's it. And by having an airship and unlocking the other islands, you could go around. If you have to use the Ishgard airship, you have to go to Disneyland. But if you had your own airship, you'd go to Disney World. Well, Disney World is way better. But the thing is, is like, okay, if they're going to make another one of these... Can we make it have a point? Like, can we make uh-huh. it have some sort of tangible connection to what the fuck we're doing as players in the game and not just have it be this random side thing? Like, there are so many just random side things that it's optional whether or not you want to participate in that it, it, it so much of the game ends up feeling goddamn pointless. I feel like what, what they need to do is instead of worrying about making like another iteration of Diadem, just come up with something that actually has a use and, you know, turn this game into some type of assisted suicide machine. What? Oh, my goodness. What? Too far? Uh, not too far, just very, a, a big jump. Really abrupt. Yeah. You could have led up to it a little bit. Be like, instead of having, like, not a system, maybe, like, have, like, a knife that pops out of your computer, then you can slowly put your wrists to it, and then you can kill yourself. Ha-ha! <laughs> what the fuck was that? Fuck. was the guy from Futurama, whose name I can't remember. The crazy robot. What's his name? Roberto? I bet I bet a Nero would know his name. Yeah, <laughs> Nero would know his name. Hold on, I have a drop for this. Okay. <laughs> you gotta find it, though. That kind of takes the wind out of your drop. Okay. You're a wind out of your drop. Uh, soon after the launch... Uh, you... For that? <laughs> Piece of shit. Hey, what's the crazy robot in Futurama that tries to stab people all the time? Uh, Bender? No. Well, that's what? Shut the fuck it, up, uh, Twitch chat, you idiot. Oh my god damn it. Uh, is it Roberto? I think it is Roberto. Okay. You're right. Yeah. It is. I think it is Roberto. Roberto or Roboto? 
Roberto. Well, uh, that would be more, so much more funny if it was Roboto because then it's a bot, but it's also like Robert. Soon after the launch of 4.0, <laughs> of course, it seems many players will try Samurai and Red Mage, but for tanks and healers, will there be an incentive for them to continue playing those jobs or something like that? For tanks, we have an elite mount already being prepared. However, as I said during the keynote speech, looking at the data from Heaven's Ward, this old song and dance again, not many people switch over. Uh, of course, after the main job is maxed, I believe people will level new jobs, but as of now with Deep Dungeon and Fates, I think solely leveling through the instance dungeons will not happen. Uh, instead, I think Deep Dungeon will be more overcrowded. I don't know how it could be much more overcrowded. You know what uh, uh, Quarry Mill looks like these days? It's more busy than Idleshire. Yeah, no. Nah, that place is slammed. I was Okay, so I was leveling on my alt to try and make Deidum, like feel worth doing. Yeah. Because I felt maybe if I need the 265 gear, it won't suck as much. Spoilers, it doesn't. Um, Fuck you. No, it still sucks. Okay. Uh, I went to Quarry Mill thinking it was going to be dead, and no, that place is slammed. Yeah. Like, that place is still full of people doing that shit. Yeah. I, and two times are still way low. It's great. And, and, and Well, the two times are low is because the requirement is four people. Yeah, and that's fine. It's great. Yeah. So you put in there with three healers. Of course the queue time is low. I got put in with four DPS a bunch of times. One to 100 flies by with four DPS. How do you not die? We don't suck. Yeah, exactly. How do you not die? Yeah, you suck intrinsically. Yeah, you suck, and then other people suck. So there's so much sucking going around. Oh, wait, that you're really good at that. Never mind. That makes sense. <laughs> not hard. I don't know. Do you die when you go in there? Well, I don't suck, so I guess it's hard for me. I mean, past, one, past 100, but you can't go into it with a random group past 100, right? You have to have a pre-made? Oh, yeah, that's right. Right, yeah. yeah that's what I thought. Whatever. Just power level and Palace of the Dead. That's what it's saying. Yeah. Uh, in the new city, Kagane, will there be a new corresponding grand company or organization? Uh, I spoke about it during the keynote speech, but also, but while Kagane is a port city belonging to Hingashi, Hingashi itself is currently under an isolation policy. What's happening right now with the country of Hingashi will be uh, told to some extent in Stormblood, so please wait until then. With that said, there is no formal grand company-like group in Kagane. In any case, there is a group, but nothing which the player can belong to. Think it's a, to no one's surprise ever. Think it's like some kind of Garlean surrogate. Ooh, that would be cool. Yeah. There's no. No. Yeah. There could be Garlean influence over there. Uh, I think I, I think I like the idea that after what happened to Doma, that Kagana is just like, fuck that. Then it happened to us. So everybody just say the fuck away. Straight up xenophobes. Yeah. Hmm. I, I see. I think if you watch if you watch the destruction of Doma across, you know, across that straight that they've got there that you would just go okay i accept our new overlords and masters you can come just don't don't destroy our shit like you know what i mean like you you guys can come and rule us but just don't don't do what you did to doma yeah don't nu- don't burn us down i can, you see, can take I can, our cake and eat it too but don't throw it on the ground i can see it going kind of either way yeah that would actually be really cool if we get there and they're just kind of like they're not real like they're vassal states, effectively. Yes. Like, like, you know, yes. They're not necessarily being actively ruled by the Garleans, Puppets. but, they, but Pu- they don't get to do anything without the Garleans. Like a puppet, a puppet government. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Cool. I think that would be really cool. I think that actually has some really interesting narrative hooks we're, in it. We're kind of like the underground resistance there, where it's like, but we can't get caught because we will just be served up See, on a like, platter. But here's the thing, though, is they can't make it like, they can't make that like an intrigue plot point, you know what I mean? Like, oh, we find out that... Dun 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 dun! The Garleans are actually running Kugane. No, that should be like very That's clear dumb. once we get yes, there. Yes, exactly. It should be very clear, and it should be this like sort of like oppressive state thing that's happening, and that it is 
clearly being, uh, you know, being directed by the Garleans and that Kugane, whether they're willing or not, is complicit in whatever is going yeah, they don't on. Want to be nuked. Yeah, exactly. Uh, according to the Internet, the Warriors of Light are afraid of new teleport costs. Will moving between continents be expensive? Uh, wait, did it? First of all, did anyone else hear this complaint or worry? I've never heard this. Only, no, right. o- only at this particular moment. Okay. Yeah. Of course, in its own way, moving between continents will cost a considerable amount of gil, but be that as it may, we are adjusting it right now so it does not exceed 999 gil. So, oh, because it's distance-based, right? So it's... Yeah, so it's really far. So it's cheap. So pointless, then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a thousand... Do you, do you want it not to be pointless? Teleport to, uh, to Kugane being 20,000 gil. You know what? Yes. That'd be sweet. Yeah, if someone's trying to go from Uldah to Kugane, yeah. 20k, motherfucker. Walk it. Remember remember what you used to have to do if you want to, if you were in Juno. Teleport Hala, can I have no. it? You can have this, 3k. Hey, 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 okay, let's say you were in Juno and you wanted to get to Sandoria. Uh, ride the airship. Wait that's 12, right. You wait go, twelve minutes. That's right. You go down. You hope that you catch the airship while it's docking. If it's not, you then auto you, run into the wall. Oh god! Yeah, and oh go god. take a dump. Oh god! Yeah. Uh, talking to the NPC upstairs, having be like the ship is now departing. That meant you could get this close to it. Yeah. And miss it. You yep. could never catch it once you got that uh, message. Excuse me. Flee. Yeah, if you had flea, I guess you could still catch it. So, so, but I mean, like, if you think about the, because that's the thing is that you know you have to very cleverly use travel restriction in MMOs to be able to make your player base feel like they are moving towards something. Yeah, and that's why I like the idea of you know if the Garleans had control of. Uh, you know, the, the Ethernet being able to shut it down and forcing players to go back into the world, I think that's pretty compelling. I think that that's a pretty compelling thing to force your player base to do, even if it's in the newer zones. Yeah. So, but the idea that it's only ever going to cost a 1K, it just means that teleporting anywhere and everywhere is just negligible. Well, that's I mean, all. T- Tom Berrien suggests, like, they made us wait for an airship or a ship that and move between continents, and then you can teleport once you're on the continent. That would make That's sense possible. to me. That would make a Especially lot more sense. Especially with the big yeah. chunk of Othar in the center being still inaccessible. That would make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, tell us about the Samurai Limit Break. Perhaps it's Midare Setsugeka. I think that's that. Banned and gecking. He's uh, being a weeb. I think, okay. Yeah, I, I think I have to... Well, I have to ban you for being a weeb. Yeah, you pronounce that way that right. too well. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pronounced... Uh, Midare uh, Setsugeka. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I unweebified it for you. I see that. Showcasing a portion of the new jobs limit breaks will most likely occur with the release of the new benchmark, I think, so please wait for that. At any rate, to keep it under wraps as to whether or not it's limit break, uh, Midare Setsugeka does not exist. Or does or does exist. Wait, what? At any rate, to keep it under wraps, I don't think he's... I think he's giving no answer there. Yeah. No, he's saying that the move Midare Setsukugu is a samurai move. If it's a limit break, maybe. If it's just a normal move that they do, it's a maybe. Okay. Together with Samurai, what are the chances that Gilgamesh will reappear? Rumor has it that a skilled Yojimbo is in the east or something like that. Come to think of it, we haven't seen Greg in a long time. Huh. I sure hope he's doing well. Hmm. If instead of Hildebrand, we could have Greg going around doing Greg things... Okay. I'd, be okay. I would I'd be okay. I'd be okay with, I'd actually, with an expansion dedicated to Greg. Yeah, I'd be okay with I this. Greg. I would be. I would actually be okay with Greg quests being brought in under the 
umbrella of Hildebrand. So, yeah, instead so, of instead, or with. No, 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 no. Not, not, I mean, like, like if you, you know how they have the whole, like, you know, da 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 You, like, they yeah, yeah, set yeah. up the whole scene. If they're doing that, but everything is more focused on Greg, I'm fine with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, totally fine so with so that. So is he's adopting an automaton, right? No. No. Gosh, no. The, that's Fuck the no. problem then. You guys are like, oh yeah, bring Greg back. But if they do, that's what's going to be. He's going to be doing some stupid shit that nobody cares about. Eh, you're probably right. No, I want them to bring back Greg in a good manner. Okay. They didn't, didn't want to bring back it. Hildebrand. That's so, that is so much obvious with fucking yeah. Scholasticate. Yeah. But we forced him upon it. I want them to bring back Greg, but I want them to want it. Want, 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 want. Yeah, that's, that's what I is. want. Yeah, Yoshi says he hopes he's doing well, so. I think that that's a hint. We'll we're checking back in with them. Good shitty, but no. I understand your point, Chuck says that we should not, as players, be forcing their hand at whether or not they're putting in Greg right. quests. Exactly. But I think that Gilgamesh and the possibility of Yojimbo uh, having something to do with this quest, and and having the land of Authard and Kugani oh, and all of that, it definitely. Seems more fitting to be working with or in conjunction with Greg as opposed to... If we to get a Yojimbo, I don't want it to be in like a silly Greg quest. I'd rather have Yojimbo be like some, you know, badass character no, that we that's have to go it. up against. That's it. We're going to see Greg. Greg's going to be... Uh, Mistaken for Yojimbo? No, 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 no. Sorry. Uh, Greg is going to be the Hildebrand, quote unquote, where he's like the silly-ish character. And then Yojimbo will be the foil. <sighs> I could see that. I, I yeah. just feel like it's such a waste of Yojimbo. What the Why? Fuck? Why? What? what the fuck do you want for Yojimbo? Yeah, what exactly a do you want? A badass samurai? Oh, Not just a badass samurai. Give him, like, like you know, come up. We need new uh, uh, primals or whatever, right? Don't so, make him a primal. a primal. Don't make him a fucking... Really? You really want, you want. Him, you want him to be a fucking primal? No, I don't want him to just be, oh, here's the Yojimbo battle. Fight him, and then that's it. He wants him to be a Stinian inside of the battle. <laughs> I would like Yojimbo to be more than just a foil for Greg. I think that Yojimbo can carry his own storyline similar to what uh, Hydrus could have been had they not offed him so quickly. No. I can't believe Kyle just wants Yojimbo as a primal. I I mean, I can see Yojimbo as being like the one taking us up to the sky gods or whatever they're they're actually going to be called this time around. Him being the one that is involved with that. Ugh. Ugh. What, so like a ukulele? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like a ukulele, the guy who just sets all that shit up. I agree. God damn it! It is. I'm glad Nero is smart with me and wanting him to be the foil. Thank you for that. Yeah, Nero, you're agreeing with juxtaposition. Who is always right? Thank you very much. Who thinks that transsexuals go to an underground abandoned warehouse fight sex club? Who thinks that lettuce isn't a vegetable? Yeah, it's a grass. It's already cut up. He's shockingly right about some things, and on the Yojimbo thing, on the Yojimbo thing, he's actually right because it wouldn't. If he's a primal, it's dumb. If he's, uh, you know, uh, a teleport NPC, yeah, dumb, (laughs) right? Like he, I don't think he can support his own portion of the quest or or storyline. We've never seen him. He has so little to do with Final Fantasy. The only Final Fantasy game that Yojimbo has ever been in is ten. They could easily tie him into author lore. Yeah, but why do you want another fucking? It's that's just going to be another goddamn samurai, and who cares at that point? We have Gengetsu guy who's going to be bringing us into authored. Go Tetsu. I think he's going to be a Whatever. monk. 
What? What? The big dude that we saw next to Are you out of your fucking mind? The big dude that was staying next to Yugiri with her hawk? Yeah, are you retarded? I think he's gonna be a monk. You're fucking You're retarded. stupid. You're stupid as shit. Jesus Holy Christ. Fuck. How did you guys reverse roles for this episode? You're like the stupidest person in the world. How, You're dumber than I am. How do you think he's you a monk? piece of crap. By the way, the monk NPC is Yida wearing the red dress. That's who the monk NPC is. There's no way that Gotetsu is a fucking monk. Yeah, we'll see. Well, <laughs> Jesus Christ. We'll see. You're so fucking wrong. It's not even funny. Is that, isn't Gotetsu already confirmed to be a samurai? Yeah, he kind of is. <laughs> That's the funny thing, as I'm pretty sure he's confirmed to be the samurai NPC. All right, well, show me the confirmation, and I'm wrong. We're looking for it. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to find that big, stupid picture with all the people on it. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, let's read a couple of emails before uh, we take off here. By the way, if you want to call the show, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord or Limit Break Radio on Skype. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to correct us on any of the, I'm sure, plethora of wrong shit that we said, <laughs> uh, feel free to give us a call. Uh, but uh, yeah, or if, yeah, exactly. See, Grandorg is uh, piping up in there. Gotetsu's a samurai. Yeah. <laughs> He has a katana, you dumb shit. First email. Okay, so does Xenos. Okay, that's why we're getting samurai. First email is from Katsu Kobashi. Uh, apologizes for English is not their first language. Then get them off. I don't, which, means I don't you, wanna... which means they probably have no, better English wanna... than most of the English people I don't, email. I don't give a shit. I don't want to hear it. Hello. Just to talk on the topic that Joe Never Fails talks about in the latter half of episode. Can you read this in English? In English? <laughs> This is gonna uh, I think if you no, you know, I'm gonna have to defer to our resident racist for that, Juxta. Oh, I thought you were our resident I was racist. Say, why are you deferring to me? That's yeah. you, you stupid idiot. Yeah. The leader of the Callow Clucks clan. That's I'm right. Not the leader of the Callow Clucks clan. Yeah, I I think that there's an entire season of the FFFL that begs to differ. That I wasn't here for. Uh that's not objectively true at all. I'm having a hard time getting back to PvP, especially now on a competitive level. Disabled chat pretty much made solo queue rank 4v4 non-existent. Uh, season 3 is the first season I actually made an attempt to rank up in solo queue, wanting to achieve the goal to be in the top 100. Thankfully, I was able to make it to the top 50 as a healer. The top 100 hasn't changed in players for 3 or 4 weeks, showing that everyone that is in the current top 100 isn't even bothering with 4v4 right now. I kind of feel like that is a problem. As for season 4, I'm not exactly sure I'll adapt to this new feature in solo 4v4 because of disabled chat. I know most people would say use Discord voice communication, but I can't communicate via voice since uh, I am a mute. Best I could do is listen to other people's commands. A lot of people rage and say things they don't mean in PvP. This isn't new. I've dealt with it plenty of times over, but I never went out of my way to let it discourage me. Nor have I felt the need to submit a ticket to a GM because my feelings were hurt. My question to you guys is, do you guys feel or have heard disabled chat in PvP actually attract them more in PvP or not. No. I no. haven't heard anything about PvP other than that no one's doing it yeah. for about three months. Yeah, which is probably so. a combination of both that and the Garo stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, I mean, everyone was very focused on, on doing the uh, Garo stuff. Uh, there was even a article that said that Garo was the reason that PvP died. And I don't think that that's fair at all. I think no. that... No, uh, I think it kept it interesting. Yeah, it kept it, it alive. Anything, it did. It, a little bit. It, it, it kept it on life support. And I think what uh, Katsu says here is, uh, is very apt. And I think that Joe had brought up the same observation. That removing the ability to chat has really done 
incredible, incredible damage to the player versus player scene. Uh, there, the amount of people that are queuing for the feast or even trying to be remotely competitive for the feast is on the level of Lords of Verminion these days. Oh. I mean, it is bad. It's very, very bad. And I think that Square Enix needs to look at that and do a... Uh, you know, a, ju- a judgment assessment and say, was this the best call? Yeah, let's roll it back. Um, I think that they should roll that back. And I think that the uh, that the uh, thing that they should be doing is that they shouldn't be tasking their GMs with content calls, that they should be tasking their GMs only with concerns of hacking or cheating that are going on in PvP. Not my feelings were hurt, not what this guy called me, not this guy, you know, uh, told me to go jump off a bridge, or this guy told me to open up the vein in my right wrist. None of that. Like, none of that is an acceptable GM report. But cheating or some kind of rule violation, something like that, that is probably worth a GM GM call. And obviously, you do need some kind of system to be able to sort through this. But this was objectively a bad call. This was objectively a bad impact for their community as a on the whole. And I'm with Katsu that they need to roll this back. Definitely. Cool. Good. Good. good Agreed. Good addition to the Dude, conversation. I don't care about PvP. Do you? I mean, I'm. I might more yeah? if it was a, an equitable environment, but that's fucked. No, that's fair. I mean, I like. There's no circumstance right. The care fact about that PvP. you can't. The fact that you can't communicate is just. I don't know. I. I really do think that it took. Uh, it, it 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 took a degree of freedom out of the game mm-hmm. and out of the out of the play style and yeah I I can understand why people are not into it. Well, I'll, I'll straight, up, straight up say I was wrong on this one because I didn't think it would have that big of an impact. It didn't seem like it would be that important to me if the ability to issue commands was still there. Well, like right. I said, I think but, it was compounded by the fact that everyone that all these Garo people that don't necessarily care about winning or losing are just kind of doing it to try and get their event gear or their achievements. That, I mean, that could be part of it. Like, yeah, now I can't communicate and I'm getting a bunch of fuck idiots in and here. And you who have don't no idea doing. if the people that you're with are, do they suck because they can't communicate or are these Garo people? There's no way to even tell. It's frustrating. It's yeah. and and I if I was I mean if I was Joe Never right now I'd be very frustrated with uh, with the way that the first three seasons of the uh, feast have been implemented and I really do think that uh, they you know that Square Enix could benefit from you know going back and really looking at the numbers and seeing what this kind of thing know. you know he, what kind of had, impact it had had such a promising start and I feel like this just neutered it it really did yeah. Joe you want to take the next email sure. Uh, hey, same same topic. Hey, I was just listening to the discussion on PvP, the new and improved hosts and Nika were discussing, and its relevance in PvE content. And I couldn't help but think, if you want people to play it, why not make it so you can get stuff for the relic weapon? Oh, oh God. Uh, say once you reach a certain step of your relic and you can get tokens from PvP that you can trade for sands or some other item for your relic requires. Just don't make it casual. Make people want the win. Make it so when you play front lines, if you win, you get enough tokens for a sand or whatever. It's, uh, or whatever. Let's say it costs six of these PvP tokens. If you take first, you get six. Second place, you get three. And last place gets one. Uh, that means that if you can consistently win, you'll get this step done in 80 rounds of PvP max. That's fucking quick compared to the other routes, but it means you can't depend on those PvP dogfuckers sitting 
sitting in matches doing nothing. You know who you are, you garbage ninjas. Kahlo. You're going to to want to get that W because you don't want to farm 480 matches when you could get it done in one-sixth of the time. Just my thoughts on how PvP uh, could learn to get good. Shout out to Ludo Obama from episode 100. Always a fan of your terms in office. (laughs) But if you're saying you want to grab Nika's princess spot, I think you got more in common with Trump than you think. Later, Xfon cast a fairy server. Thanks, Xfon. What just happened? I don't know. I'm not really my, sure. My call-in that I did on 100. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, I forgot about that. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, that was inappropriate. Shows <laughs> shows you how much I go back and listen to shows that I wasn't on. Do, do you listen to shows that you were on a lot? Yeah. Really? Well, All the time. Technically, he, he edits, so. Oh, yeah. well, that's fair. Uh, he used to furiously masturbate down the hallway screaming. That's right. Oh. I've got to listen to myself to be able to get it up enough. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I think that's a, it's a pretty interesting suggestion. I think that you'll see a lot of people tapping out on that step, though. I think. I, yeah, that sounds. I mean, look, relic steps already sound terrible, but 80 wins in PvP, that actually sounds like a lot. I would rather just do what I did with Sands, which is wait for your leaves to, you know, pop up, than go do those big things that drop the, uh, amber, the amber vilekin. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, Way easier. Now, the thing is, is that if it was an option. If that was one of the one of the multiple things that you could do, because Square Enix really does seem to be into giving you options for ways that you can complete your anima or your relic weapon, that that would probably be okay. Mm-hmm. That I'd probably be okay with. Yeah, that. That if it work. was if it was a possible way to get an item that you needed for an upgrade, that would be fine. And I like the idea of like if you are winning these PvP matches, it's the fastest way to get it done. Yeah, like it is faster than doing it any other way if you're winning consistently. That's fair. Yeah. I like that. All right, one more and we'll get out of here. All right, one more. Uh, this one is from Kerry Elsinashi of the Goblin Server. Hello, host of LBR. Congratulations on reaching episode 100. It's been a ton of fun so far, and I can't wait to see what this new era of LBR will bring now that we've got three new hosts. Ha! Joke's on you. Idiot. We fired them. It's been quite the ride listening to you guys for all these years. I've been listening through both the FF11 and FF14 eras, and you never fail in bringing quality entertainment to the workday after you put out the weekly updates. Well, then I'm sorry for today's episode. <laughs> hey, today was our best episode we've ever done. I don't yeah, know. I agree. I don't think that that's As true. we look to the future with Stormblood, I had an idea. Since 2.0 and 3.0, Bards and Machinists have had that empty offhand slot. With these upcoming changes to the battle system, why not add in an ammunition item to fill it? Now, oh I don't want to see the <laughs> ammo counting days of FF11 return. The ever-present need to craft or buy ammo kept me poor in 11. Just something to augment what your weapon does. Uh, hope you all have keep having fun together, and I'll see you episode 200. First of all, don't think that... You know, you fucking bards and machinists are only fucking people out there with an empty offhand, okay? When are they going to give ninjas the ability to equip two different things so that we can glamour both daggers, huh? Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to worry about balance at that point. Okay. I mean, maybe for a glamour option. Ninjas? That's gay. But I mean, like, you know, what they're asking for is is some kind of ammo that you can equip. Something like what grips were or what the yeah. bomb core uh, well, was. But that was just adding more stats. And I think that you could even do things like give it elemental weighting. That's what it sounded like they were asking for. Can yeah. I get like fire ammo or something right. like that? Yeah. And that, but there is no real big elemental wheel. There's not no, really would, a weakness it would just system. Be a, it would be a glamour thing. Now it your really shots would be a glamour look thing. like they're fire related or ice related or lightning related. What if I could get like this uh, this ammo that put the enemy to sleep, and uh, I could just spam that for like three years? <laughs> oh wait, that sounds familiar. Yeah, ugh, sleep bolts. And really, uh, the only job that uses that offhand slot is 
Paladin. So really what we should be asking is, can we delete Paladin shield slot? I like that idea. How yeah. how about can we just delete Paladin? I like that idea, too. They kind of already done that anyways. <laughs> yeah, they neutered it. Does and that that's, actually, that's actually better, because now the Paladins just Damn. sit around being like, oh, you make us better. Stupid Paladins. Damn. Harsh. <laughs> anyway, all right. Thanks for the calls. We appreciate it. Thanks for the emails. We love hearing from you. Limitbreakradio.com is the website. Host set Limit Break Radio. If you want to send some emails, maybe we'll read it in a couple of weeks. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, give us a call while we are live. We are uh, one of the very few podcasts that allow you to call uh, the air while we are live. And we'll hang out and talk to you and make fun of you and bullshit with you. And uh, you can be a part of the show. And we love that interaction. Um, so we always want to encourage people to interact through calling, through e- emailing, uh, adding us on social media at Limit Break Radio on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, I'm going to say this once again. I said it more towards the beginning of the show. I also said it towards the end of Final Encounter Cast. But I have to apologize. My energy is not where it normally is. I am. I, I feel like I'm getting sick. Like I feel like I'm. I'm getting either a flu or a cold, and so I have definitely not been at the top of my game tonight. So I do want to uh, apologize to everyone that uh, I feel like I could have done better. But I don't know what these motherfuckers' excuses are. But I feel like I could have done better I today. Did perfectly. You lead the show. If you suck, we all suck. We had. Uh, a, we had a, uh, what are we talking? We had a great episode. We laughed our asses off this episode. You're welcome. Shut up, Ascalia. Anyway, go but, make me a sandwich. <laughs> But uh, but I do want to thank all of you all uh, 211 of you still hanging out uh, with us for the show. I saw that number get as high as 311 there today. Uh, so thank you guys for hanging out. We appreciate it. We always appreciate you hanging out. Uh, if you have some dick shit to say on uh, YouTube, go ahead and say it. Uh, we don't really give a fuck. Some dick shit. Some dick shit. If you have some dick shit to vomit or some out. Shit dicks. Uh, that's, you want to see them. We read well, comments like that on our twins. Shit dicks are... Wrong, ad, wrong podcast. Shit dicks are exactly the types of people that end up commenting on our YouTube videos. So uh, if you are a shit dick and you want to uh, put some dick shit on our YouTube pages, please go feel free to do that. Um, but know that we have never really given a fuck. Uh, so if you thought this show was bad today, just wait till next week because it's going to be even worse. We promise. We promise. We will be able to keep that promise. Can we derail Getting, harder than we did? Obviously. No, I don't no. think we can. Today no. was today was brutal between, for derails. Between leg capes and peenie packs. Leg capes and peenie packs. And the sex cage matches. No, that was I think that we've was... got an episode title right there. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Leg capes and peenie packs. That's the name of the fucking episode. That's our that's our title. Jesus Christ. Ballin'. Anyway, guys, uh, thanks so much for hanging out. We do appreciate it. This show is supported by your support. Shockingly enough that there is any of that left. Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio is how you support this show. Uh, We ask that you would if you enjoy the show, if you listen every week, if you download the podcast off iTunes, if you tune in every week on Twitch, or if you listen on YouTube. uh, We invite you to head on over to Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Support the show. 
you help keep this on the air you help keep this every week and you help keep the same funny ass people delivering the show every single week so uh, make sure that your support is counted among the many many lb army members over at patreon.com slash limit break radio and guys of course i want to mention that if you haven't been please consider checking out our new show checkpoint radio it's not available as a podcast just yet but it is live streamed on thursdays uh at uh, a couple of different radio stations you can find out more about that over at checkpointradio.com but it is also live tonight Sunday nights <laughs> starting at 10 p.m. Mountain Time over on ESPN Phoenix 6:20 a.m. So if you want two more hours of Checkpoint, uh, two more hours of uh, you know Limit Break Radio produced radio talk radio about video games, then head on over bookmark ESPN Phoenix 6:20 a.m. and uh, join them at 10 p.m. Mountain Time uh, and check out the latest episode of. Checkpoint Radio. Uh, we've got some really cool opportunities that are going to be coming down the pike because of Checkpoint. And I do want to say that, and, and this may be a little bit early on in the process to be saying this, but it, the, if, if there are some things that end up happening, um, that the way that we end up producing content here through Final Encountercast primarily, but also through Limit Break Radio, uh, might get a whole lot easier and might get a whole lot uh, you know we, we're looking at making a talent acquisition that can make a, a whole lot more time and a whole lot more things happen for limit break radio for final Encountercast, and for checkpoint so uh we're waiting on a couple of things that our lawyers tell us that we cannot talk about but i do want to put it out there right now i do want to put it out there early and i do want to let all of you lbr fans know that this opportunity is being provided only because of your support at patreon.com slash limit break radio. The only reason that we're able to chase the dream that we're chasing with checkpoint is because of the support that you've given us over there and the foundation that we've been able to build. We, what you think, what you think that we've been building are some very, uh, you know, uh, inane, funny, irreverent, podcasts but what we've actually been doing what we've actually been building is we've slowly been building a production company and what we're finding out is that our production company that we've spent 10 years building has some very real value and there are people who are looking at it like like the value that we see in it like the value that you see in it and this is some great stuff this could help bring limit break radio as a company forward into a whole new era of stuff that we thought was entirely impossible when we started this show even when we relaunched it three years ago so i know i'm being vague i know i'm being a little cryptic but 
this is my way of saying thank you. This is my way of saying I appreciate so much what you guys have done for us with your financial support, with your PayPal donations, with your Patreon support, that you have given us an opportunity to chase a dream that none of us would have been able to chase, that none of us would have been able to do on our own. None of us come from the video game media world. None of us come from this insider world of like a couple hundred people that have been talking about video games for the better part of 30 years. We've been on the outside looking in. We've been in the trenches slugging it out. And you guys have been there with us as the primary mode of support. And there's no way that I can say thank you than to say that we want to do right by you in everything that we make. So, again, thank you for everything that you've done. Thank you for all your support. And uh, and and just, you know, uh, if you have anything to give, patreon.com slash limit break radio is the way to do that. If you don't give us a, a, a you know, give us a, a review on iTunes, spread the word, spread the love and tell your friends about Checkpoint. That's going to be it for Limit Break Radio this week. I want to thank my crew. Skuro has been filling in pretty admirably he did for, good. for Kooky. Surprising. I he know. Did he did okay. He didn't make a shit all over him, well, which well, means that he did a good enough job to not be noticed. To so that, be fair. That yeah. needs to be praised. All he did was gave us a couple calls. Kooky usually put stuff in the chat as well. That is also true. Yeah, but anyway, thank you, Skuro, for the work that you've done today. Also, thank you to my crew, Juxtaposition, Escal. Ryumasa, Kalo Landis, I'm an hero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Aniro Grigori, Juxtaposition, and Kooky Persona. Final Fantasy XIV and Aorzi are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Satori Komeji, Dark Flux, Null Packet, Shira Hartslot, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at facebook.com slash Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMG graphics cards and other hardware at diamondmm.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. 